0: So, hello everyone and welcome back to TapCalf Transmissions, our Star Wars book club. Uh, this is the first episode we're doing in several weeks because some people were getting married or something, I don't know. Yeah, um, allegedly. Allegedly. How'd, how'd the kidnapping go for that though, right? That's how um, that happens?
1: Yeah, so in Canadian tradition, as you know, you secure a gun of command. Um, you pointed at your unwilling uh, victim slash wife, and you just order them to marry you. Well,
0: they're not your wife at that point, right?
1: That's right. Yeah, so they're I mean, not even your fiance. They're just a. That's why I used the term victim initially.
0: That's that's fair.
1: All right. Well, we are
0: talking about the courtship of Princess Leia. Uh, this is what the tenth episode, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, we're getting up there, aren't we? So
0: yeah, we are. Uh, just going into the podcast would just be going into grade seven or eight, I think. <laughs> uh, I don't know
1: how aging works.
0: We no, do one of these per not. year. <laughs> <laughs> like it.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, it's how long has it been? Has it been three weeks since the last one? Um, I think more than that. Four weeks, maybe. Yeah, it's been uh, about because a month. I had the wedding and we had Canadian Thanksgiving and stuff, and you were traveling and I was traveling. Yeah. Um, so Yeah, we were we've been pretty pretty busy lads for a bit, haven't we?
0: Yeah. Uh so many better things to do than reading Star Wars books, I guess, but False. uh the checks came
1: I, through, so here yeah. we are. Yeah, we've been waiting for our lucas Lucasfilm uh yeah show sure. books and they, yeah. they mine comes directly
0: you. from Ryan Johnson, so
1: <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I got mine from Kathleen Kennedy. It's weird because it's written in blood. I think it's Luke Skywalker's blood specifically.
0: his incel blood
1: yeah oh yeah i wanted to we wanted to talk about that briefly right before we Uh, the call dewey Uh, i don't know maybe briefly you don't want to
0: if you want hey it was it was your comment
1: (laughs) sure uh before i do that i just want to mention we're trying a new thing where a lot of podcasts do this we'll talk a bit about news or whatever else um before we get into the actual podcast discussion so basically, we don't value your time, and we're going to waste it before we get to the meat and potatoes of it. Is that about right?
0: Uh, I value your time. Okay. Uh, as one of the wow. cozier YouTubers, I appreciate every second people spend on my channel. Uh, <laughs> Justin, is that how they uh, measure the watch time? <laughs> well, what I think happens is after you get the the silver play button, uh-huh. you just stop caring, right? That's yeah.
1: I think that's how... Uh, yeah, that, that is probably about when it happened for me. <laughs> um, but one thing that's been going around, and this happened... This was our first ever Tapcaf episode. So it's happened probably like nearly half a year ago at this point. Um, we read The Truce at Bakura. Um, It's the book immediately after the Battle of Endor. And in that book, Luke is... It's it's not arguable. He's an incel. He's a total weirdo in it. Um, people thought that I was saying that Luke is always an incel or that Luke is an incel of a character. No, he's just really weird in this one book. And yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think people were like, took it very personally. Or Yeah, he was
0: acting like uh, this woman that he just met basically owed him a relationship because he invaded her mind uh and i (laughs) guess there yeah so there have been a lot of really shitty comments
1: about
2: Mm -hmm.
0: that comment uh which fair kind of yeah which kind of missed the point of what we were talking about
1: yeah and i guess if we're being technical luke wasn't really an incel yet he's like that would have been the experience that pushed him to become an incel yeah like, as Luke was flying away from Bakura, he was logging onto his Reddit account and like typing about how like short guys like him will never find a good woman. Yeah, so
0: we bring this up because tonight we're talking about only very healthy relationships <laughs> as portrayed in courtship of Princess Leia.
1: Yeah. Uh- and this book is pretty wild, but I like unironically love it. I I, I just realized when I reread it again that I like Legitimately love this book.
0: Yeah, a lot of the tone is—it's uh, probably the most like Star Wars tone mm-hmm. that we've gotten out of any of the books. Yeah, uh, which they at the end we'll talk about how we feel it stacks up against how many stack pulls it gets compared to <laughs> the other books we've read. Uh, but uh, I do—I do think the the overall tone was the most like the original trilogy was. Yeah, and. The dialogue uh, felt the most like the original trilogy. <laughs> Take that, however mm-hmm. you want. But yeah.
1: um, it's also one. It's it's such a light read too. Um, yeah. The one thing that I really noticed about it is that it reads almost exactly like a classic fantasy novel or short story. Mm-hmm. Like this is like some Lord Dunzani shit. Like, <laughs> but like like. It's just because most of the the book takes place on Dathomir. The stuff going on, the world building is really kind of secondary. Like what the New Republic is doing, most of it is just witches journeying across the this like really lush planet. Rival factions fighting. It's like you know there's dreams and like evil wizards, and it's just very kind of um, like a classic high fantasy yeah um story which i really enjoyed
3: yeah there's a
0: a lot of good world building that actually goes into it as well Mm. um and we'll probably start talking about uh some of the other themes later on but Mm. one thing that i feel like this does much worse than the other books we've read uh is the the space battles which were such a focus in some of the other books that it's Mm-hmm. Mostly yada yada in this, yeah. Uh, which so that that'll be a bit different than what we've talked about. Some before. of this,
1: some that has to do with the timeline. I think of when this book was re- was released. Because so, just to summarize, this isn't in universe chronology. This is when things were released. First, we have like w- when the soft reboot of the EU came out. We have Dark Empire and the Thrawn trilogy. Then you know the next sort of there were some of the I think it, there was like a couple of short stories in young reader books. Then there was Bakura, um, Jedi search and courtship all in 94. Um, so despite the fact that this comes right after we've talked about this a bunch of times, this comes right after the X-Wing and rogue squadron and, uh, sorry, rogue squadron and, um, and wraith squadron trilogy or, um, series. This is actually came out quite before them. Um, so it's the universe was still pretty fresh. It's you get some of that in, um, Bakura as well.
0: Yeah, and we get uh, we do get some of the characters from the uh from solo command and the race squadron books back, like mm-hmm. Melvar and Zinge. And Melvar reads a little bit differently than he did yeah, in he does. Solo Command. And it's kind of interesting because like obviously this came first, but I because of the order that we're doing this in, mm-hmm. I kind of go in with my impression from uh, from solo command being the thing mm-hmm. that takes precedence for them, even yeah. though like really it should be the other way around if we were yeah. as far as like who actually came up with this stuff, but
1: I mean a lot of it slots in pretty nicely um although they did kind of struggle with space bells, I think um, I think the world building in this book is pretty spot on like they get the yeah. idea of warlords um one of the things that this book does that the x wing series doesn't do is it gives a more realistic sense of scale for everything. Yeah. Like, like there's Zin, has 40 a, Star Destroyers uh, over Dathomir. Yeah.
2: And it's four. So sort with of the New
1: Republic course. having hundreds of thousands of systems and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and like you don't get that at all in uh in the X Wing series. Well you do get it a little bit, but it really lacks. The X Wing series has a very sort of small universe mindset to it. And this goes the opposite way. Yeah. And yeah. And I, I quite like that. It was kind of a nice change, but you're right. With space battles, it's like the they always talk about the star destroyer shooting torpedoes and stuff, and like, yeah,
0: like just, the the scale is much better. But then you get like two sentences about the whole battle, like it was just starting, and then suddenly Zin just blown up. Yeah.
1: With spoiler alert, it's, by the
0: way. Yeah.
1: Big big boy dies. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, it's gonna look like I'm just staring at my phone a lot, but I. I have my my notes for the episode are on you can't mm-hmm. see that but my notes for the episode are on my phone. I, it's going to be a a thing I'm trying here, so mm-hmm. I am paying it, attention. It
1: is, it is kind of interesting. So the, this we talked earlier, especially in courtship about how we haven't really talked the, about much with courtship yet, actually. Or sorry, with uh, Bakura about how some of the early EU stuff really struggles with, especially Clone Wars era stuff timeline and the Jedi. And this book actually has some very explicit, it's got scenes that show Yoda as a Jedi Knight. It's got Luke trying to, you know, he's starting to do his hunt of the, of, you know, Jedi artifacts and stuff. Yeah. Um, And a lot of what we see doesn't really match up, but I'm sure we'll talk about that more. Yeah, it Um, kind of
0: makes Luke look like an idiot. Like, I've scoured the galaxy with no evidence of a Jedi Academy. Have
1: you looked on Coruscant, Luke?
0: (laughs) He's just, like, staring out Han's window at the start, looking at the the past. Like, I've looked (laughs) everywhere.
1: Yeah, Luke. Well, obviously not that one. Every other EU book is, like, they're accidentally stumbling across Jedi runes. (laughs) Like, 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 God damn it. It's like, I checked this asteroid. I checked (laughs) I checked this gas giant over here. I haven't <laughs> found anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this book actually sets up a lot of things that would be pretty prominent in the EU. I mean, I completely didn't realize this, but we got a Barabel name drop. Yeah. I don't know if they existed in West end games or something before, um, before this point, I, I'm kind of curious. I'm going to look it up now, but I was like, huh, Barabel, And you know, for those who don't know, there's a very famous um, Barabel named Sabba Sabatine who appears. She's like basically Luke's second in command um, later on, and yeah, it was they basically get everything right there like a pack. Um, I mean, they're only really a, you don't even meet one in this. They're kind of a small. Um,
3: I guess they were in Dark Force Rising. I don't remember that, but uh, but yeah, pretty cool. Uh, Di Ghostfish is saying in the chat, uh, he, uh, he Chak Tula maybe was
0: looking for something stash by Kakrook, but actually, like the he's dealing with the Whippids, a Whippet Jedi's, Mm -hmm. uh, home in the first place. So apparently, there were a lot of prominent Whippet Jedi, or maybe this was Kakrook's house and he was faking his death. (laughs) That's that's a conspiracy theory we need to get. Gonna need to get into yeah. at some point. We'll we we'll, uh,
1: I'll get our our best uh, researchers looking into that, ASAP.
0: Get the interns on it.
1: Yeah, get the interns on it. Um, but I mean, besides for that, like this book establishes the hapens too. Um, I, I don't know if they ever were mentioned in anything. Um, but this book really flushes them out, and of course, Daph- I'm pretty they sure they
0: were introduced with this. Same with all the night sisters. Because mm-hmm. uh, like it's all kind of set up to uh, reinforce the themes and kind of show like you you get Han cap or kidnapping Leia and it kind of all gets inverted with the right. uh, way Haven society and Dathomir society is set up mm-hmm. where it's like kind of set up to show like this is how we show that what they were doing at the start was also complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to swear anymore. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, this is my official apology.
1: Um, <laughs> this is a Christian Star Wars stream. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, sorry, I, I ruined I ruined your train of thought with my joke, I think.
0: Uh, my train of thought had pretty much pulled into the station with that. We'll probably cover it a bit
1: more later. But When I was reading this, though, I got to say, I was kind of expecting there to be some sort of implied connection between the hapens and the uh and the like the dathomir witches like both having matriarchal societies um but there there is none it's just kind of a coincidence yeah. but i mean if this if this book came out today oh my god yeah this would have been disney sjw stuff like
0: yeah like and the whole thing is like the feminist themes in the book aren't what people would think they are like the idea of hapes as a feminist society would only fit in what like the online non-understanding of feminism yeah, exactly. is because the whole yep. point of the book is like no they're all shitty and yeah. like the the kidnapping is terrible the oppression from either side is terrible but mm-hmm. it kind of uses like a lot of people would leave the on kidnapped leia thing thinking oh that was just him doing what he could to protect the woman he loved but it's like later on it's kind of like yeah. no it's bad when they do it so look back at when he did it and it's bad then too
1: right because we also see like um... <laughs> your,
0: your voice is doing the deep thing again
2: <laughs>
3: so for those who don't notice my voice my mic really deep right now just a second are we better? yeah okay <laughs>
1: Um yeah because we even see people like like sort of excusing the the sort of power structure that they're in um whether it's like Isolder basically saying that um they could treat us a lot worse all things consider um or we have um Tullennial Joe basically saying well we probably I wouldn't have harmed you at least basically making excuses for like you're right that the message of the book just really is that any sort of like coercion like this is, you know, really not OK. And it, it, it's kind of played up for laughs a little bit, I guess, because it's not a very serious book. Yeah. Um, like one of the last lines is um like that was darned spooky. <laughs> Which is appropriate for a Christian... Mi- or Minecraft stream, I was said. A Christian <laughs> Star Wars stream. <laughs> should we just be playing Minecraft during TapCast? We should, yeah.
0: But uh, this this is also, since you're bringing that up now, this is also the introduction of the Baby Shark song. Oh, uh, yes. Very important. When Zinj dies and releases all the Baby Sharks <laughs> da, 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 <laughs> into the
1: galaxy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, again... It is kind of interesting, though, because that is, it's a pretty good take on the lore and the world building when, I mean, that's not super established by this point. So, baby sharks are not. (laughs) I love how some Star Wars books will just say something like baby shark, but others will say, like, baby Star Wars word. Like, I'm not sure which I prefer.
2: I, I think I prefer
1: just, yeah.
0: Like it, it's kind of it doesn't fit when it's not the Star Wars word, but then yeah. the ones who will put in Star Wars word will generally go too far and use it too often, and that's how you end up with yes. Akbar making seventy three C references.
2: Yes.
1: But... The uh, the aftermath trilogy from the new canon is like notoriously well. I'm saying notorious, but it's I've never heard anyone else say it, it's just me. But um, uh, Chuck Wendig does that. It's so annoying. It's like, instead of saying, it's just like so many similes, like he ran like a Corellian thrash hound. And then I'll be like, she snorted like a Tatooine mud lizard. It's like every second word. It's just like, <laughs> what is that even me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, so I, I don't mind the occasional, uh, yeah. Use of real word real-world uh, analogies. It helps, helps me understand. I'm not too bright, so anything that can make it a little bit simpler, I'm good. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: eh,
0: no comment. Um, all right, so uh, do you want to get into the into the plot of the courtship of Princess Leah?
1: Yes, I do. Um, the beginning of the book is probably the most ridiculous part of it. So Han Solo is in charge of this armada that's been hunting a warlord across the galaxy. No one warns him that there's a massive fleet parked outside Coruscant made up of Star Destroyers and Hapen battle dragons. So Han is returning back to Coruscant. He comes out of hyperspace and there is just this massive armada around the planet and he like almost opened fires on uh, the delegation of Hapens which surely would have resulted in his death.
0: And I love that he starts taking evasive actions, but he's in Mon Ramanda. So picture yeah. this giant Mon Calamari cruiser, like dipping and diving through all yeah. these hapen ships. But and he
1: says he like uh, goes close enough to see somebody's uh, face. Yeah, like it
0: would. It. Like what? That funny?
1: happens a few times. Like
0: later on, when uh, during the battle, when. Luke and Isolder are coming off of Song of War and heading down to the planet. Like, they're mm-hmm. in a dogfight in space, and yet yeah. Isolder keeps talking about how Luke is giving him thumbs up and stuff. It's like, how <laughs> yeah. are you seeing this? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. I do like the part where Isolder pulls out a like a, a heat blanket or whatever. <laughs> it gets all cozy. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's to hide the... Uh, I know it's to hide the... A lot of this book is about, like, life form detection. Like... <laughs> There's a lot of like, lip service given to scanners. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I didn't really think about that. Oh Oh, yeah, everything (laughs) is about
0: scanners in this. (laughs) Or in this book. Yeah.
1: What do you mean we don't have scanners? (laughs) He gets like super pissed off about it at one point. Yeah, you know, there's one point in like the Thrawn trilogy where like the gang's just walking down the street on some planet, and there's just somebody just like. Scanners would have got them. This is bullshit. <laughs> I Don't know actually
0: with how I play Empire at war. I I'm always up for a good scanner when you find the the uh, the Sensor array nothing's better.
1: Yeah, yeah that's true
0: <laughs> But do we know how long after solo command this is is this like right after
1: mm. or a couple months? Well, I'm gonna say it's pretty soon after because well, Zinj has retreat. I, th- I don't they don't they talk in Solo Command about Zinj retreating to um, to Dathomir. Yeah. So I would assume that this is like a few weeks afterwards, mm-hmm. but not much more than that. Because I think like Solo's returning, basically like it's not licking his wounds because he didn't get beat up, but he's like just frustrated. Kind of, he's like in the same mindset in Solo Command. He's just really frustrated because nothing is getting done. They're not making yeah. any progress. They uh, like destroy. Or they injure the Iron Fist, but um, they don't destroy it. Speaking of before I forget, I, there's a little interesting um thing I noticed about this book when I was reading it. At the end, so when they come out of hyperspace uh, at first, the Iron Fist is like in it's in dock, right? or but but I don't think they actually call it the Iron Fist. Don't they just call it a superstar destroyer in
0: uh, in courtship? Yeah, yeah. They I don't think they call it Iron Fist by name until closer to the end of the book. I don't think. But,
2: uh,
1: yeah, because at the end of the book, they don't actually refer to the ship that zinges in as a super Star Destroyer, just a Star Destroyer.
0: Yeah, they refer then, to him. They refer to Han having destroyed his super Star Destroyer, right? And then Iron Fist is referenced almost as if it's a different ship.
1: Yeah, which so, is interesting because. I listened to the audiobook for this one too. And at the very end, I I mentioned this to you, but it's not the iron fist that Zinj is in. He's in a different ship one they call the sovereign, I think Mm -hmm. Um, because the way that book has it, it compresses some stuff. When um, the song of war arrives, it does like a straight, it it does this in the book too. It does a strafing run um, on the superstar destroyer. Basically does all this damage that Han couldn't do um, for this entire time and it's basically suggested that he pretty much destroys it um i don't know if that's like what is intended in the original book too because i think the iron fist is supposed to be just a random ship and then it's the the um the x-wing series seems like it kind of changed that a little bit maybe but i'm not i'm not 100 sure it's something to pay attention when i do another read through
0: yeah and the. When you sent me the the sovereign thing, like we talked about it a bit already uh, offline, but no one can read that. So uh oh, I've was, been leaking all our conversations. Oh, okay, that explains a lot. Yeah. But yeah. uh that led to I think some stuff on Wikipedia for a while where uh the sovereign class superstar destroyer was referenced as being affiliated with Zinge in a few places. Right. And that was just not factually just accurate.
1: Stupidity, yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah don't always listen to wikipedia or
1: star wars youtubers everyone or star wars uh abridgements also
0: or screen rant articles about star wars comics no
1: always listen to those oh okay i liked your video you did on that by the way i should take that
0: down if people should listen
1: to those (laughs) um that's that's one thing we should have discussed before like we should just talk about stuff like that before the episode Um, plug our other videos well not other videos, just like that situation for Yeah. Example.
0: That yeah, that'd be a good talk. So we'll we'll write that down for next time. Yeah. Uh but in general we are trying to think of ways to uh kind of plug the podcast a bit more and sort of expand yeah. a little bit from what we do. We don't wanna like have an hour long conversation about news before getting into the no. book. That we prefer to have an hour long conversation about like irrelevant crap apparently but
1: yeah exactly (laughs) uh like like the uh the problems of wikipedia or wikipedia that's that's we could do a long podcast about that yeah
0: if we ever run out of star wars books in four years we can just keep going with that We'll, we'll choose a wikipedia article every week we'll do a podcast about it one thing we should have talked about is a new thrawn trilogy coming out. You hear about this? Yeah the uh, the the Ascendancy trilogy. Yeah. No, what I'd like to do is uh, in the lead up to that getting released, maybe do the other three uh, Canon Thrawn books, and then yes, do that episode like the do the following episode after it comes out on mm-hmm. Ascendancy book one. I think that would be fun. Yeah, I agree. All right, so you guys <laughs> heard it here first in an in, indeterminate. Have they done a release date for it yet? I don't think. I think it just no, mention th- next th- year I think, for the first one? I think they
1: might have said 2020.
0: Yeah, but um, uh, yeah. So at some point that will be a thing we read. Yeah. So.
1: And there's a then a new book coming out too in the new canon about basically them trying to get new warships and stuff, which sounds right up our alley. Yeah. Before episode nine, which is kind of what the uh, allegiance comic is handling. I swear to God, if the new because the allegiance comic is all about them going to Mon Calamari to get new capital ships and stuff. It would be such a new canon star Wars thing for them to do to go all four issues and not even show up a capital ship. (laughs) There's just such a thing they would do when the first line of like the, the thing is we've, the resistance has traveled to Mon Calamari to get new capital ships. And it's going to end without them get, without us seeing it. I know it. It's just going to piss me off. And I'm just going to be <laughs> ranting and raving about it online. And someone at Disney is just going to have a jot down in their notepad for reasons never to work with me. And they're going to add that to it.
0: <laughs> you think that list exists?
3: I don't know, man. Like, These I have it. Crazy. But so
0: far, it hasn't been long enough to not be worth it. But
1: yeah. Um, yeah. I I, I think I think it exists somewhere. Like nine out of the ten reasons I
0: have written down are crystal clear, whatever the hell it's called. So
1: okay, that's not me. That's Charlie. That's not fair.
3: Fair. Okay.
1: Um. So they arrive on Coruscant, and this orbiting fleet is the Hapens, and the Hapens are, um, basically, they're not they're not a race because they are humans or at least near humans. But they're basically a faction that's isolationist. They've been hiding away and basically in this rift for uh, 4,000 years, they say, which is actually, that's not a bad number, considering we didn't really have a history at this point. Yeah, uh, Dave basically just made that number up. And it just happens to work. Um, they're very isolationist, but they're also very wealthy. There's like 60 planets. Is it 63, I think, in total? Yeah. And 63 inhabited worlds. Inhabited worlds. Oh, right. Because there's more. Um, yeah. Because at one point, uh his older dreams of being on an uninhabited world. But uh they're extremely wealthy. Like at one point they bring jewels and um someone says each one of these jewels could have bought a mon calamari cruiser. Um so yeah,
0: they're uh they're introduced we kind of see it from Hans uh Han's point of view where it's like a long procession of all these hapen gifts coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh towards leia mm-hmm. and the last gift is an 80s romance novel that kind of sprung <laughs> to life fabio. in the form of Princess soldier yeah fabio yeah, yeah. and but, uh sorry go
1: ahead. i was gonna say i do like that at one point they also give them star destroyers which is cool
0: yeah i was actually planning to uh write a song parody of prince ali but i didn't have time <laughs> And I wasn't oh, sure it's... how that would play if I was spending like three yeah. minutes singing a bad, uh, a bad parody song on the podcast. So maybe yeah. next time, but yeah, because the first time I did that uh, that movie cover of "She's Just Not That Into You," <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was hoping to get something like that each episode, and so far I have not kept up with that.
3: Well, but... get it done. Oh, wait, what? It... What's going on? Hmm. Uh, honestly,
0: hmm. I didn't even read the book this week.
1: So. <laughs> on the spark notes, um, yeah. thankfully, Johnny had to read this book for grade seven. It's those six. interns I was talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but this so is yeah, all a, a a set of gifts for Leia to mm-hmm. marry into the Hapen royal family, marry Princess Older, who had uh, seen her and fallen in love from afar, convinced his mother. Uh, Ta Chum to which I it's kind of unclear what part of that is her name, what part of that is a title, or if any part is. I'm pretty sure Ta is her
1: name, isn't it?
0: Well, uh, I think solder refers to her as like in a thoughts as the, e- the Ta Chum, right? And and then because solder is the Chum Da, so yeah, right, it might right. be like Ta Chum, like Ta is her name.
1: and And that's what but yeah because that's what what's her name is alana or not alana um yeah yeah, alana's the tachum later too yeah Yeah.
0: but either way she is the matriarch of the uh the queen of the hapen society which is uh organized as as a matriarchal society and where uh women uh have all the power uh so isolder is sort of uh, he sees his power as being able to choose the next queen mother, and he talks about that yeah. later in the book, where he's saying, like, uh, men may be oppressed here, but really I have the power because I get to pick. And Leia's like, yeah. That,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what's her name? That's uh, nice, too. Daniel just straight up laughs at him. You're an idiot. <laughs> like, you are so dumb. <laughs> that was a really good scene. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, so... Romance novel walks out. Yeah. Leia is like blown away. Han is immediately threatened and asks Mon Mothma, uh, <laughs> what's going on? And Mon Mothma is like, "Yeah, your girlfriend should totally marry
1: this dude." I do like how it does a It does a good job of like reminding me of what it's like to be like in like 7th grade and like yeah, you that's really a have a crush t- on it a crush on someone else. And I was like, "Man, I kind of feel for Han." Like and he's like just seeing it happen and there's nothing he can do about it. But I'd feel more sorry for everyone in this
0: book if they didn't continue to act like seventh graders who were heavily armed for the rest of the book
2: <laughs>
1: well speaking of heavily armed seventh graders in the end jason solo kills both tachum and Prince older so
0: i forgot that he killed this older
1: yeah he like kills him pretty brutally i, th- I forget if he cuts him in half or decapitate or breaks his neck I think he breaks his neck so in the end I solo mean, I understand disliking your in laws,
0: but like, come on.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of weird, too, because later um, the Solos adopt Alana, who is Isolder's granddaughter, and Leia basically becomes her mother instead of her grandmother. And she's like, oh, you would have been my grandmother either way, whether you married older or not. Because, like, one way it could have been, she could have married it.
3: Anyway, we're going too far deep into Hapen family bloodlines, but. Well, both of Ka's
0: parents try to get with a Skywalker sibling, so.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, true.
0: There, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on there
3: mm-hmm
0: but yeah uh yeah well i'm sure the last half of the podcast will be getting real deep into that
2: <laughs>
0: yeah uh, yeah so mon mothma tells han that it'd be great for the rebel alliance if uh <laughs> if leia married a do we do we really need to talk about much with what luke is doing here He's the next chapter, and there's a few chapters with him, but he's really no, just like... No, let's just... Here, I'll, just, I'll explain what happens. Luke does nothing. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he tries to find... He tries to get home, find Leia. He's looking for Jedi artifacts. Basically, everything he was doing off-screen in the X-Wing series, imagine yes. he's doing that now, but he gets chapters devoted to it. <laughs> but it, we still learn just as much. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. No, we we learn less, because our, we at least got Korin Horn being a Jedi, or being force sensitive and the right. grandson of a Jedi out of the X-Wing stuff. We're out of this. We get the Jedi magic school bus crashing on Dathomir.
1: Yeah. And Luke's a really poor Miss Frizzle too, because he's like, he's like really, he's really aggressive with Isolde. Listen, but follow the four. Isolde's like, no, no, I don't think I. he's like, shut up. <laughs> well, you he would- even just, he explicitly says it's great to have a student where I don't have to worry about him going to the dark side. As old like, uh, uh, in 15 seconds, I've become a student of Luke. Like, don't know how much I'm feeling this. <laughs> it's like a Zap Brannigan, Kiff Croker situation. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it's like. And Luke has a bunch of weird force powers here, too. He flies on two occasions. A lot of
0: people fly in this.
1: Yeah, he can. Um, <laughs> he. um This is the first time we see Luke's party trick that he does throughout Legends, where he looks somebody in the eyes and figures out their name, which I always love because he, he does that even like really later on. He'll be like, he'll look somebody in the eyes and be like, Commander, uh, he'll be like Johnson. The guy will be like, What the hell?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they look down and notice their name tag. <laughs> oh, crap. We don't know uh, they don't wear one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then he, he put, he kind of has like a, there's like a force power that they added later on that Quinlan Voss has. It's like psychometry, I think it's called, mm-hmm. um, where you can kind of like sense the, the, the things that have happened in a space. And Luke does that when he goes to uh, Han's shabby little apartment and he's like, yeah. oh, Han seemed pissed.
0: <laughs> it's almost like flow walking, but less useful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly, the character in Fallen Order, the new Star Wars game, has that as well. That's a Slow rare working? force power. No, it was
3: the psychometry.
0: Yeah. Mm. Uh, Leia. So that's when Leia invites Isolde to dinner or reverse. They end up going to dinner together uh, mm. or the invite gets sent out mm. so they can get to know each other because getting married off of never having met each other, that's unreasonable having dinner yes. together first before you decide and then maybe spending a couple days together that that is responsible dating everyone.
1: Yes. I oh, yeah, it's much better if you imagine this being they're asking each other to junior prom instead yeah. of getting married. <laughs> oh, that just makes the whole book make so much more sense. Yeah, right? And instead of it happening on like Dathomir, it's like happening on a field trip to like the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> field trip to like in forest nature sir. Yeah, exactly. Actually, there was one time I was at a place called Camp Mushmush in grade six. Camp Mushmush. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you if you if you Google it, you'll probably find it. It's in it's in where I live. Um, but <laughs> I asked this girl. Her name was Megan. She's a real fox. At the time, it was grade six. Right now, yeah. I thought when I was in grade six that she was a real fox. I asked her to prom, and she said yes. It's like oh sweet. And then grade I go back prom.: yeah, we had grade six prom. It was it was really lame. But anyway. Damn, um, I go back to her cabin because it was separated. Guys and girls, right? I go back to her cabin. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm actually going to go to prom with Ben. Wow, it was my Megan. best friend, dude. Wow, this is and then I was just I was so sad I, I took off crying. I ran through the woods instead of walking down the main trail. And when I was running, one of my boots got stuck in the mud and it stayed when I ran and then I fell over into the mud
3: and I wanted to go home That that's uh that's rough buddy yeah what a dick move yeah not impressed I'm still friends with Ben um
1: he gave me a wedding gift and I'm like kinda don't want him to get too close to my wife <laughs> <laughs> Don't go on any field trips with him.
0: Yeah. If he tries to come on the honeymoon, then that's a bad sign.
1: Yes. Agreed. Anyway, now that... that I I just needed to get that out. I was waiting for a episode when that would be relevant. Yeah. I've just been weighing on I'm
0: just trying to look through <laughs> my notes and see what, what that segues well into, but I got nothing. <laughs> the part where Han tries to kill himself. Okay. Right. Uh, wow, that's got even worse. Yeah. All right. So um yeah, so they're going to have dinner together. Um then I've written uh well we we haven't talked about Threthen Threkenhorn. Such is, an annoying
1: name because it's so close to Horn and so close to Threken. I always I'm always or.
0: thinking heckin
3: when I read his name. Uh okay. He's such a heckin Horm, Which is funny to me. Huh. But this guy is a real heckin' douche because everything
0: he yeah. does is horrible. Uh, everything he's that a lot of characters like, do in this book is kind of horrible, but he's he's
1: arguably the worst. He's basically like one of those um, people from um, WALL-E. Have you ever seen Wall-E? Uh I I haven't, but I understand
0: the premise enough that I think I know what you're talking about.
1: Well, humans are in space, and they've all got really lazy and fat, so they're just in, like, repulsor chairs. Yeah. Uh, and that's basically him yeah they do talk about him
0: standing at one point and that being like a yeah. big big deal <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. holy <laughs> shit this fatty can stand what
0: <laughs> but Han immediately decides that because soldier has expressed interest in Leia uh, he's out of the picture Leia's considering it because it's a lot of money and power for the new republic that they need to help beat the warlords uh, right. but he immediately gets like super pouty and hard yeah. to be around, really helping his case for why Leia should stay with him or choose One him. One
1: sad boy, and um,
0: uh, just Isolder is kind of put forward as like this perfect specimen of a man, both physically yeah. and like so polite and dashing. I imagine and everything, myself when but, reading it. Well, every time Isolder said something, I just I hated the guy. There's nothing he said that. <laughs> There was nothing he said that was like, I can see why everyone likes him. It's like, yeah, they describe how polite he's being, how mm-hmm. <laughs> how he's like, just super chivalrous. And then he says yeah. stuff and it's basically just like, oh, I've in the hallway on the way in.
1: <laughs> the only moment that really wins him over for me is when he's like, they get the re- assassination reports and he like doesn't blame Han. And he assigns half his team to protect
3: Leia. I was like, okay, mm. maybe not a terrible guy. Well, he was... He was thinking that was his aunt,
0: right, that sent the, the assassins yeah. after Leia? Uh, it was his mom. Yeah. Uh, spoiler Nasty. alert, but...
1: <laughs> Nasty lady.
0: We get, uh, we get a scene fairly early on about how uh, soldier's security captain, Astarda has mm-hmm. intercepted the uh, some sort of transmissioner note to some assassins who are supposed to kill the Temptress, I think is the word they used. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, so before the dinner, uh, Han is all pouty working on the Millennium Falcon, and a soldier comes to see him so they can have a nice one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And a soldier, in exchange for Han... Just running away and never speaking to Leia again, offers him. Uh, I think he offers him like a battle Nova dragon. Cruiser. Was it Nova Cruiser? Yeah. Yeah. He,
1: uh, a Klingon Warbird. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, would that have come with a crew, or was he just going to be like Khan and Chewie? Yeah, it was flying like, chewy. <laughs> a, a 400 was meter thinking. cruiser
1: themselves?
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, plus he's already in command of. That was before he resigns his commission. I mean, he's already yeah. in command of the Monorimonda, yeah. so. Well, it seems like a soldier wanted Han to like leave society as a
0: whole, yeah, yeah so true. Han would no longer be able to say we truly live in a society
1: you okay Joker, Jesus uh
0: was the actual dinner yeah the the dinner comes right after that, where they get introduced. Yeah. And Thre- like threatens watching them be uh, mean to each other in the ship, and is afraid it's going to come to blows. Mm. And then, as soldiers at dinner, Han shows up like an hour late yeah. for some reason because he's really making a great impression right now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, of course. And, and he basically just starting shit. He's like chatting shit, and then he gets really anxious and is like, "I'm um, almost leaves." <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't handle this kind of pressure very well, apparently. No, he it doesn't. It's it's literally just, like, I was reading this, and I was, like, re- remembering what it, like, I'm not, I'm not memeing here. I was remembering what it felt like to be in, like, sixth grade again. Yeah. Yikes. This is really recontextualizing the whole book for me. Yeah. Making
0: me hate the characters less for those actions.
2: Yeah.
0: Dave knew what he was doing, bud. He was writing an elementary school romance novel.
1: <laughs> With lots of breasts in it. There are lots of breasts. Sometimes you got to pay extra attention, but they're there. No, I I, I did pick up on
0: that. It's it's not a subtle thing you have to really look out for. No. They there's, are there's often even, quite literally in your face.
1: There's sexual tension, too, even
0: like among... Um, Luke and Leia, uh, which is, I thought, overdone in the first movie. But.
1: <laughs> Luke and Leia and Isolder and um, his bodyguard, Astara. He's like, she clearly wanted me. I was like, ooh. Well, there's also the scene between Tachum
0: and Luke with Isolder watching. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. My mom's totally trying to do this guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's like, yeah, my. Mom. he basically says, mom's still old, but she can still get it. I think that's exactly <laughs> the words he says. No, that, that's a. That's a verbatim quote right there.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Mom's still a little bit she can get it, and there's lots of scenes like discussing like the slit of their dress showed their whole leg. It's like, it's it's more tastely done than uh, Rogue Squadron at least. Yeah, <laughs> where it's not like her breasts were in my face. <laughs> Corin was peering down the V of her sweater.
2: Yeah,
0: she had an eight out of ten rat. <laughs> <laughs> Not, not quite, quite as quite firm as, 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 as,
2: as the yellows
1: but way better than yeah.
0: <laughs> these are the second best boobs I've seen in this chapter
1: <laughs> it was a weird
0: thing for Corrin to say but yeah yeah
1: Marat uh, was hung like a bantha <laughs> but
0: yeah so Han decides that his best move here is to start gambling <laughs> and uh, with a, the with a down payment on his Honda Civic, he's able yeah. to gamble up to millions and billions of credits
1: and a planet. Yeah. Uh, and 3 uh, Rebo doesn't understand the gambler's fallacy, which I found surprising. Yeah, that, that comes up a lot in Star Wars,
0: where there's a lot of mention of odds by people who don't understand odds. <laughs> yeah.
1: Where like the fact
0: that he's won the previous rounds doesn't impact his odds of winning the next one. You can bring that up before he starts gambling if you want.
1: Yeah. But... Yeah, exactly. If if you've got... If it's you and another guy, your chances of winning aren't one in 10 million.
3: They're like, you know,
1: if all cards are equal, one out of two.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh.
0: Is this before or after he goes to 3PO for the dating advice? I think it's... I think it's before? I might have this down... Yeah. ...the wrong way in my notes, but... Uh, there's, there's basically two parts of Han's attempt to, uh, win Leia over before kidnapping her, where one is talking to 3PO for advice and the other is winning the planet because basically, uh, the Alderanians have one of the, actually one of the through plots for like a lot of the post Endor books is finding a new home for the remaining Alderanians. Yeah, and Han wants to win this planet in a sabacc game, which is what he goes in hoping to do, pretty much by or being able to afford one at least, because uh, you can buy them. Yeah, um, I them. So that he could give Leia somewhere for the Alderanians to live, and then she wouldn't need to marry a soldier. One of the reasons that she wants to marry a soldier is so the Alderanians would have somewhere to go.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if that's no longer a factor then he's thinking maybe Leia will stay with me. But yeah. there's some good symbolism here where Han is uh, clearly acting like a jealous idiot and yep. not really listening to what Leia has to say about anything. Mm-hmm. And the way he wins the sabat game was with his cards in the dark suit, which is as a non-Forced user, Han goes to the dark side so,
3: huh? Someone took university English class because I didn't even. I was like, "Oh, Hans playing." Well, there's a lot of symbolism in this book. Yeah, I
1: mean, I feel like if 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 I were in grade twelve English, my I had a teacher. Um, she was all about dicks and stuff, finding dicks in books. In this book, I feel like there's a lot of penile imagery.
0: Valerie, actually, that is one that I came up with on my own, but this is a good point to plug that, I think. But uh, Valerie, one of the concept artists for Thrawn's Revenge, which is the mod I run uh, for Empire at War, uh, ran a blog with a bunch of notes on Star Wars books, and one of the things that she did was Mm -hmm. a piece on the uh, world-building and symbolism in court of Princess Leia so I'll uh, I'll put that in the description yeah, or in the comments awesome.
3: but i love to uh, I can put a link in the uh I put a link in
0: the chat as well but she talks about a lot of that stuff as well thank you Valerie
1: that sounds very interesting I've never read a, an essay about a Star Wars like an actual proper you know, so I'm I'm pretty pumped
0: I made sure to wait until after I read the book before reading it so that
3: I would at least get my own thoughts to start with and not be mm-hmm. influenced too much. But I can
0: tell it's good because I agreed with most of it. There you go. And that's how I know all ideas are good. It's how much does it confirm my own pre existing worldview? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a link in the chat, and I'll also put one in the description. There's a few other posts he did on uh, some other books as well. So if anyone wants to look into that, it's really well done. Cool. But, uh, but yeah. So,
3: uh, so he wins
1: the planet. Um, we get a uh Kalumi in the scene, and they're one of my favorite aliens. Are those the uh like the stereotypical
0: alien aliens? Yeah, they're like the ETS in a power suit, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Those are pretty good. There's a uh a Columni, yeah. and what else was he gambling against? Was uh, it Godel?
1: Oh, what's a Godel? Yeah, Godel, the same one from earlier. Yeah, and the Godel was on his. is really team. unfair that the Godel's there because the Godel is like reading their
0: mind, basically. Yeah, that's like gambling against a Jedi. It's really yeah illegal. Yeah, there ought to be a law.
1: What book? What book is it again? Where they Is this one we read where they talk about how they. Oh, yeah, in Plagueis, there's that scene where they talk about how they prevent Jedi from gambling, or using the Force in gambling. Yeah,
0: when uh, Palpatine... Palpatine? Or Plagueis is hunting down a new apprentice. Yeah, it's when Plagueis is
1: going to... It's when he's, like, doing those three little random missions. Remember, he, like, goes to the water planet, whatever, or he hunts down... um...
3: Yeah. Yeah, uh, he finds the uh, shapeshifter, the Shia Doo, I think, I think it's a Shia Doo, I can't remember. Yeah, the next, so the next chapter after winning the,
0: uh, the planet, if unless there's anything else you want to add about the nope. spot game,
3: no,
2: nope.
0: is, uh, <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that. It was actually longer than any space battle in the book, <laughs> but I liked it a lot more than a lot of the space battles, so I was fine with that. Uh but yeah, so after that Han is going to, to C3PO for dating advice, which is like Big Brain move in this one. That's that's what I what I call a good idea. <laughs> and 3PO decides to like woo her with a song. <laughs> and yes.
1: I should have loved c 3 po in this book.
0: Yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah. Should I should I read the poem? Yes, you should.
1: Well, you should sing it, but if you're not willing to sing it, you should read it.
0: I feel like, well, is it is it going to be better if I sing it or if I make it really and really intense, like slam poetry reading? Yeah, slam poetry. I think. No, I'm not going to do that. When lightning rushes over the evening, when lightning rushes over the evening plains, I return to my cold den with a thularat rat in my jaws. <laughs> Then I smell your sweet spore, smeared on the bones by my cave's ma. Then my head fins begin to tremble, and my tail sways majestically as my mating howl begins to fill the hollow of the night. All 500,000 lines of it are amazing.
1: This should a really sexually charged book, considering it's about some yeah. little critters. Or story, considering it's about some little critters. Yeah, that... That's why we need to give it the official stack poll rating. Yeah. Um not quite as hot as a um, as a furry love making session, but still pretty good. Yeah, this
0: is no uh this is no Salonian no allergy <laughs> situation.
1: <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we're talking about the beginning of the podcast too, for those wondering. <laughs> um but yeah, and then he of course he's got another another poem later on that he writes himself, um, which is rather impressive. He, he's really trying, C3B is really trying in this book to, to help Han out which I thought was pretty endearing and Han too, there's a point where like he's like, C3B is like, oh just leave me and the Falcon to die, and Han's like oh, I kind of like the droid <laughs> or no, he doesn't hate him as much as he thought he would he liked, um, he was just he was being stubborn
0: no, but they said it in the book so whatever any character right. says has to be
3: officially the truth, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. So what happens after that?
1: Um Han just gets continues to get pissed. Um Leia like embarrasses him kind of because he thinks that this planet's somewhere, but it's actually in the Quellyover sector, which is where Zinj is hanging out.
0: Yeah, Leia's response to the whole thing is like is pretty, pretty terrible. Pretty yeah. It's like Han brings her this gold plated box. Let's not sleep on that. Yeah. With a deed to a no, planet no it's not gold plated it. it is gold uh, sorry solid yeah. Gold yeah with a deed to a planet in it and she's like oh that's nice dear it's in a terrible location
2: <laughs>
0: yeah like, like what a hag it, right? it's just everyone in this
1: book is just not hot great yeah it's not nice people um yeah. So yeah, she's not feeling that, and then he's like, alright, I'm just going to have to kidnap her. <laughs> it was a total Megan move by her. <laughs> yeah, because she's about to, so she's about to go off to Hapies as well for like six months, isn't it? Um, was
0: it, it was uh either one or six months, but a while. Yeah. And clearly the implications like their relationship, whatever it was, was over, which to be fair when the book came out uh hadn't really been established as being part of other media but when you add in the context of all the books which came out after it it's like mm-hmm. no they were pretty well established as a couple yeah but so yeah it's
1: it doesn't really work in retrospect
0: but yeah I, it just I, makes I thought, leia the more books you add in worth of context the worse yeah. it looks for leia up till this point then han just like Goes off yeah. the edge of
1: scumbag behavior, so yeah. yeah. So when basically with the threat of her leaving and probably never coming back, Han just Han just steals her. He just he just takes her. Well, we don't want to we don't want to skip past the Alderanian council meeting here to the kidnapping oh, and felony charges. Right. Yes, um, this part made me roll my eyes the first time I read this book. I still remember um, because I thought. So basically, c 3 pills is looking for some way to get Han um, into Leia's good graces, and he does his research, and he thinks that Han is actually the rightful king of, of um,
3: Corellia. Corellian it is Corellia, 70. right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. He's the rightful king of Corellia. Um, and I forgot
0: when reading this that it was overturned by the end of the book, Oh yeah. so I was like, oh, God.
1: That's that's how I felt when I first read it. I still remember. Um,
0: yeah. And uh, when 3PO is bringing this up, they're very upset that a droid is going to speak at the Alderanian Council meeting. And then yeah. he does get to speak, and all the droid reporters are like
1: losing their shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Someone in the back is like, let him speak. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh shit, okay. He's like, it's funny too, because he like basically Threken doesn't want to be seen as like a racist, basically. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I don't want those I don't want those droids rights people on my back. So, or droids rights droids, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, three uh, PO basically tells everyone that uh, Han's ancestor, one of I think he's great grandfather or grandfather or something, was the rightful king of Heli, rally Reli- but overthrown. What actually happened was uh, they were a, a fraud, and Han mm-hmm. got really embarrassed by it because he knew that three PO was wrong. Uh and Han is kind of approaching the whole thing as like, how can I prove that I'm materially on the same level as Leia? And yeah. uh it's kind of showing like two different perspectives of how Isolder and Han are exactly. ignoring what Leia actually wants. Mm-hmm. Uh where if Han had just been listening, like he, Han kind of until the point where he kidnaps her, kind of gets it better than Isolder did. Yeah. Where at least he understood like the reason that she's contemplating this is because she wants, like, to her, what she wants is not as important as what the New Republic or Alderaan Mm -hmm. needs. Uh, And Han kind of gets that, but then he also, like, acts, like, really horribly about it. Whereas for a soldier, it's all just like, this is what I want, and how can I pay for it?
1: And Han kind of tries to do that. Has the same issue, too, later, when he's, like, kind of grappling with, you know just dating some random lady from a back, backwater planet, you know? Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, they both kind of have to work with, it's like more of, you know, the, fe- it's more of the feminist, uh, critique of the coming through with the power structures and stuff.
3: <laughs> uh, after
0: the auto council meeting, we get, a a nice intimate scene with Leia and a soldier. And they're talking about what they're going to do. And Leia contemplates saying that she loves him. Mm -hmm. Which happened really fast. And And then he says it. He says it. And this happens kind of throughout the book, where it's like, even though by the end they've kind of progressed into like Tenennial and uh, Isolder almost like being a couple, there's a weird weird. four way love triangle
1: going on where they're all kissing each other. Yeah, and the thing with Tenennial is like she shows like almost no interest in him. Besides like the basic, she thinks he's attractive. Yeah, she shows a lot more interest in Luke. But I guess that's like because she thinks that he'll basically be a good. Um, a good fit for her like family, I guess.
0: Yeah, or for
3: her clan. And so
0: another structure a soldier was like her safety net because he allowed himself to be captured there was a lot of mixed signals going on and yeah what a comedy of errors
1: it was right and we don't even see him we don't even see his older be captured i don't think do we because we're with luke yeah it, it kind of happens, happens off screen thing. and then yeah. we get back and suddenly
0: oh hi a soldier how do you get here
1: so it's, yeah that that was a, i had a bit of problem with that because they talk about that a lot but it was kind of lost on me um well it
0: we like, sort of do get it with the rope we get that yeah. scene but it's kind of after yeah. he's already exactly effectively in her custody and there's a few different there's a few times that the timeline setup is kind of weird with the book uh especially when luke and his isolder are heading to hapes or mm-hmm. to dathomir rather and han and leia have already been on dathomir for like three chapters like the they get to dathomir the frigate starts crashing towards the planet. They've already crashed, and they've basically already met the Singing Mountain Clan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we get to Luke and his soldiers next chapter, and they get to Dathomir and they watch the frigate go down to the planet. Yeah. When you could just just as easily switch chapter eleven and twelve, yeah, and it would have made more sense. It Happens at the
1: same time. It kind of works though because the whole thing is whether Luke can beat them through hyperspace with his powers.
0: Yeah, but we already know he can't because they're
1: right. We're watched. We are. We saw the outcome like three chapters ago. Well, he can't beat them, but he can, like, match them because he gets there at the same time. Basically, hmm. I saw in your notes that you said um, you thought it was a, a strike cruiser. I I figured it was a Nebulon B, Hmm. because it talks about um, a big engine section and a narrow walkway. Yeah. Connecting to the uh, guns. Yeah, so I was like probably be Nebulon B.
0: Uh, but yeah, Han goes on this weird mission to get the transponder codes from Zinja's Y fours, the Raptor Transports. Right. Uh and he also resigns from his commission, gets the gun of command, tells Lei he wants to talk to her, they're gonna meet, and then he shoots her with the mind warping gun. Yeah. Uh so not a great look for anyone no and uh yeah so leia's not impressed on really should have tanked any chance at a relationship with leia from doing this
1: yeah and he's like they're like flying together because he's taking her to uh, he's taking her to the planet and he's like why are you so mad at me he's like i made you supper didn't i (laughs)
2: yeah
1: kidnapped me as well He's acting like he's just being his lovable scamp
0: self. It's like, no, this is definitely a felony.
1: <laughs> yeah, though, if you if you watch uh, Empire Strikes Back with some sort of modern understanding of consent, the way he kind of... That doesn't necessarily hold up either. <laughs> yeah. It's even worse than Indiana Jones.
0: Yeah, I didn't understand what Leigh and Han were doing in that movie, but... <laughs>
1: Did you know like George Lucas originally intended um what's her name from Indiana Jones to be like thirteen when Indy and her had a relationship? Um what's her name again?
0: I haven't actually seen many Indiana Jones movies. Oh, I think I'm I've seen right. two and I'm not sure which two because we watched okay. them in class. Yeah. Oh what? But we watched one of them in class, we watched one of them uh in like first year university, like my friends and I
1: watched it. But mm-hmm. Marion right Sorry yes. Chat. Well we gotta watch it and maybe talk about it Because I think you'd really like them Maybe The Shia LaBeouf one Lucas and Spielberg and Kasten were joking I don't think so I don't think so Di. Maybe but She said she was just a child We should watch them And there's also a um, There's also an Indiana Jones Expanded Universe too
0: Wow well, yeah. everything's an expanded universe now, so that doesn't actually surprise <laughs> me.
1: We could do, really like, like, a
0: a stream where we live watch it and give... Com- we could do uh, MST3K. Yeah. That would be sweet. But Just legally distinct.
1: Ahead. Yeah. Alright, let's move on to the uh, the real literature. Return to the courts <laughs> for Princess Leia.
0: <laughs> right. Leia wakes up and is on her way to capture Vildathomir. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is when Hans like spend seven days with me, which is like just a reminder. This whole book happens over the course of six days. Then,
1: uh, yeah, and I, that well, really it, initially it seems like it's seven days, but it takes them a week to get there. Yeah. Well, I mean, from so, here on, uh, it yeah. takes. Yeah. So it's pretty quick, especially because like a lot of times they talk about the journey being two days. Like I think it's a two day journey to the. To the prison, isn't it?
3: Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah.
1: So, so whatever it is, it's
0: like six days from now till the end of uh, whenever Leia says, "Well, I still have a day left." And mm-hmm. you won me over, fly guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, that's that's Anakin, isn't it? yeah. Kind of so Ahsoka thing.
3: No, that's Sky guy.
0: That's true.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, so. Han makes the dinner that you're talking about, doesn't mm-hmm. take his apron off before sitting down for dinner, which is like the biggest faux pas of this. Doesn't pour Han. the extra wine. Han is just batting zero right now. I know. And then flies into a ship and gets them to crash land.
2: Uh, yeah,
1: I actually kind of feel bad for him at that point because I'm like, oh my God, things are going so poorly for him. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure in the audiobook version, uh, this is when
0: the Curb Your Enthusiasm song <laughs> plays. <laughs>
1: Uh yeah. Basically, no, the audiobook version came out before that show even. Old ass. Old ass audiobooks. Also, it's really funny when you listen to the audiobook because it's like this um <laughs> the narrator just doesn't put like a lot of I don't want to say he doesn't put a lot of effort, it's just books were different back audiobooks were different back then. It's like his Han impression is just really like it's a caricature and it's really funny. So why like, right, little... don't we go to the thing, Princess? <laughs> basically so like some of the lines are just like
2: yeah
3: makes sense yeah uh so yeah when after that happens
0: uh we cut back to Luke a few days earlier uh basically right after Leia has been kidnapped mm. and Luke starts looking for where Leia could have been taken to along yeah. with his older or he kind of teams up with the Havens later but yeah. He goes to Hans' apartment first and my only note for this is Luke licking walls. Uh it basically it read a really weird way where he was like yeah. feeling the pillows and then <laughs> getting the moisture from the walls or something sniffing Hans' underwear. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's He's not eating very chapter well. 10. I'll see if I can find cuz it, it was just it, it painted a strange picture for me. Yeah, or that—that might have been chapter nine. Yeah, chapter nine. Uh, A trace of manic glee of hope. (laughs) You could feel Han's desperation on the pillow.
3: Oh,
1: gross! (laughs) So feel Han's desperation.
0: So yeah, that that wasn't great, but yeah. So Luke is trying to feel up the force and find out where uh, Han was intending to go and that's kind of what you were talking about with uh the Quinlan Voss powers. Um and I guess we'll just cover like the he ends up tracking it down to uh the Dracmarian lady uh mm-hmm. who gave Han the the rights to the planet and she's getting shaken down by three hapen soldiers. Yeah. Uh, and they're basically ready to torture her to get the information yeah. out of her. Yeah. Luckily Luke comes up and then Todd Schum comes up, is like, Oh well I'd never tell them to do that. Thank you so much for stopping them.
3: Yeah. Uh, and they're like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> but you told it I said. But yeah. uh yeah,
0: so the Dracmarion gives them the uh the information on where uh mm-hmm. on Dathomir and Todd Schum already has the information pretty much. Yeah, because uh, Dracmarion thinks that Luke, which is his party trick, coming back up. Yeah. Uh, but this is where we get the scenes back with Isolder, who's upset that he couldn't track things as well as Luke or uh, Tachum. And this is also yeah. where we get the fun scene of uh, Isolder telling us about how this is his mom trying to get laid.
1: Yeah. One thing I want to say, um, I really like the chorus on underworld scenes. They do a really good job, like. Even better than the X-Wing books, like, I I pictured how they were describing it. Like, it almost felt, like, straight out of, like, it felt like it could have fit right into, a, like, one of the original trilogy scenes, because, mm-hmm. like, they talk about, like, uh, this thing hasn't seen light in, like, 40,000 years or whatever, and they talk about, like, how it's not just, because usually, like, the X-Wing series, for example, it'll just be, okay, it's really, it's really shady down here, like, you'll get robbed. But um, this book, it's like, yeah, there are like strange aliens Luke's never seen before. Uh, many of them have like, like just biologically adapted to the darkness. They they glow or like they don't have eyes or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. just like it's very kind of like it's very kind of fantasy esque and very creepy and like. And then you, they, he does a good job of kind of um, painting like the the hole in the wall bars and stuff. I don't know. It's just really cool.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of like what we were talking about at the start, where the book does a really good job with the Star Wars, like the OT Star Wars tone. Yeah, uh, I agree. probably better than anything we've read so far. And yeah. honestly, it might be better than anything we're going to read. It might be the best. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. Let me just.
1: Yeah, I mean, it does it does a really phenomenal job.
0: The, I guess you could kind of say Thrawn trilogy, but yeah, even that's... that uh kind of gets away from uh sort the of how weird, the dialogue weird. structure and it's yeah. it doesn't go for the same kind of ridiculous that you kind of get with star wars sometimes it's like, like it's ridiculously in a good B. way but yeah
3: yeah
1: yeah it's pulpy um yeah. but yeah like the way the way that was written i could just imagine how cool it would be on screen mm-hmm. like i would have loved to see coruscant with like that kind of ot um vibe you know what i mean like have some like puppets in the background, like you know, like have
3: like a some tentacles coming out of the wall, you know, mm-hmm. vents and stuff. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: so we go from Luke's search. He gets the information, uh, and then Luke and Isolder start heading out for Dathomir. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke is on Song of War with them. Isolder uses Luke's knowledge to plot a faster course than the other ships would have been able to do. Yeah. To beat Tachum's uh, Tachum's speed and also to hopefully catch up with the with Han and Leia rather. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So we kind of cut to Han and Leia now who are like well may as well think that's how most of that goes. They just get into the system. They get into a space battle. They see the Brigade already spiraling down, but uh in the interim, we get a chapter or two of Han and Leia on the planet, and Han's mm. upset that all these people are trespassing on his world.
1: Yeah, it is kind of funny, and that's another Han too. He's not like he sees like an entire Imperial shipyard and like dozens of Star Destroyers, and he's like, "This is my planet. What are they doing here?" He's like,
3: "Out, out, out! Get off, get off. my lawn!"
1: Yeah, exactly. Um but yeah that's it, it, a cool moment. One thing that I was kind of confused about though is the whole deal with like Luke them lending him an x wing um yeah, it was just like, like a cheap way to
0: not have luke luke's x wing explode but also to show like the Hapen. yeah they they totally sabotaged his x wing in r two but like why do the hapens
1: have another x wing uh
0: the hapens do use x wings in a lot of stuff like they've captured. X Wings and Star Destroyers. There's a bunch oh. of Star Destroyers in their fleet at the start of the book. Yeah, yeah. And we kind of see it at the end as well, where they're like. Uh, they give the order to capture as many of Zinja's Star Destroyers as are still right. functional by the end. Yeah. Because uh, the, there is still the, the pirate roots for them.
2: Mm hmm.
1: And then the. Uh, but there's another part too where. Who is it that's fighting the. Uh... What's it called? Who is it that Leia is going to try to mediate again? Um, the Barabels and the Verpine. Is it the Verpine? Oh yeah. And the, at one point they mentioned the Verpine using bee wings, I think. Yeah. Um, it's just like, it's like kind of weird that they, um, that they're giving them all these like uh you know, OT ships, I guess.
3: Yeah, they kind
0: of spread it around a lot of that stuff around where. Uh the bear Bells are also said to have a pretty good fleet themselves. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot more of the local defense sit uh local system defenses that are a bit more substantial than we see in a lot of right. other things. Up until yeah. uh probably Hand of Thronology where that is kind of a, a central
3: plot. So
2: mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, that makes sense.
3: But uh yeah, so they're trespassing. Uh
0: this is where we get the Z-95 headhunter during the uh, the battle in space with Luke and a soldier who are Luke bores the X-Wing and they're kind of dogfighting fighting Pretty around. terrible space battle. Uh, yeah. It, there's not really much to describe there. They fake their death and head down to the planet, but the Z-95 headhunter is referred to as a zebra headhunter. Oh, is which, it really? I don't <laughs> know if it hilarious. was like a myth. I, I had to like double check it because I'd never known it was called that before, but like they explicitly actually say actually, Zebra is, Headhunter. Do, do they go with that in other books? I, I was trying to see if it was referenced that way anywhere else, but Hmm. Like it definitely I, says Zebra Headhunter. I think Dave Wolverton zebra. must have just
1: um been reading uh Thrawn trilogy because they have they have Z ninety fives in that as well. And it's yeah. just like, okay, throw this in. <laughs> um that's like there's there's a few um, issues with that, like I think there's, I, I I think there's a Zebulon B, and it's like widely understood that it was just uh, someone went to write Nebulon B, and accidentally wrote Zebulon B, and like it was never fixed, so it's just a different ship. Hmm. Um. I think actually, interestingly enough, that
0: see if I can get it. There's
1: and Horm. I was reading the the Star Wars Wiki page. Apparently here. I'll read the behind-the-scenes throw come horn get the... a good focus on this, but
0: it's You kind of see it there
1: Are you Cause... showing the passage?
0: Yeah okay. There we go Deborah headhunter.
1: Oh, I believed you
0: well, um, I was thinking for our vast audience who may not believe me
1: what uh? what version what do you have an early? Edition I wonder if that was ever yeah change uh, hmm. this
0: Like this is one of the ones that is still referencing the empire trilogy by timothy zahn let
1: me just uh, i've got a new version just a second what page is it on
3: that was or what's the sentence you could just search for zebra zebra mm-hmm. oh yeah it's still there the zebra headhunter
1: the zebra headhunters were on them Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so
0: there we go. That's the main
1: takeaway for the book. Well, nice. Here's another one. This is from the uh Horn Wikipedia page. Um, Kevin J. Anderson originally intended to include Threkkum Horn in his books Dark Apprentice and Champions of the Forest, but a typographical error was committed, resulting in the creation of the character known as Hrekkum Thorm, basically changing <laughs> the two letters around. This may serve as a sort of out of universe explanation as to why Thorm's character. Was in favor of the execution of Kip Durin for the destruction of Karita. This may also explain why he's still present in that novel, considering the fact that he was killed on Tatooine. Yeah, I think that <laughs> one makes is a like a lot more important than <coughs> to be explained. Yeah, that that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like, oh, also this explains why he's still alive. <laughs> Like obviously, an is going to be in favor of executing someone who's blown up a star system. Like I don't, under- I don't understand what the writer. Goddamn, Wikipedia is so stupid. It
3: pisses me off sometimes. That's next episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh.
0: But yeah, so for singing, uh, we get our first, <sighs> our first look at the singing mountain clan here. And uh-huh. We find out there are the, uh, like the the light sided, Dathomir clans, and then the. Uh, the dark side, night sisters, which mm-hmm. the light side ones are the ones that use the rancors, and the rancors run away from the night sisters, which means that forces of corruption got it mm-hmm. wrong.
1: Well, in the Legacy of the Force, or no, Fate of the Jedi, I forget which. I think they're fighting. I think it is the night sisters they're fighting, and they do use. They have like a hundred rancors at that time. Um, mm. Maybe they've adapted new rancor training technology.
2: Yeah.
1: Maybe they just Yeah, maybe they just were nice to the rankors for a bit. <laughs> I like the Singing Mountain clan though. It is kind of interesting. But I think it's kind of a lost opportunity cuz Luke doesn't really train any of them, does he? Like uh Kirana T
0: becomes a Jedi.
1: Right, okay. Kirana and she's T.
0: like the only other night sister or the only other Singing Mountain clan person that wasn't like one of the elders that got a name that didn't yeah. die cuz there was her and Freer or something? Frel? Well, Ogwen
1: doesn't die, I don't think. Well, Ogwen was
0: already fairly old. Yeah, uh, isn't
1: she the mother of. She's, the she's already Teneniel of... Joe's Daniel's grandmother. grandmother
0: so she's probably uh, 60 or 70 by that point. Yeah, and, well, and Ogwen's mom was. Uh, I'm not sure. Was the other character Ogwen's mom?
1: The really old? No. Yeah, the 300-year-old one. No, she's got to be... Is is she Baritha or Baruka? No. Baruka's the...
3: Baruka is sister. Gazirian sister. Is it Baritha? Oh, no, it's Rel, right? Yeah, Rel... Was Rel Ogwin's mom? I thought it said Um...
0: she was, but also that she was 300 years old. So Ogwin might be, like, really old, too.
1: Uh, Wikipedia doesn't say anything about her being related. Okay. I don't think she is. But, yeah, so... Uh, it's probably not
0: too far, I was trying to say, that maybe some of the other, like, background Jedi were... Uh, like, or were Witches of Dathomir as well. But, like, Karana T definitely was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ka obviously, as well. Technically is, yeah. But...
1: Would like, have been nice to have... Uh, Tenennial Joe do more afterwards. She, I don't know, she's a cool character, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think I uh, a lot of them uh, Yeah, a lot of the the Knights or the I'm gonna keep doing I just gonna just accept that I'm gonna call them Knight Sisters. A lot yeah, of the no, Knight Sisters uh ended up just staying with Dathomir Society, but that was already part of the New Republic. So mm-hmm. presumably they had a lot more contact with the Jedi, and that's how Luke got all of that information anyways. Right. So they're probably like a a branch office of the Jedi Order of the new Jedi Order.
1: <laughs> well, later too in um they talk about there being an academy. There is an academy on Dathomir because Luke when he's expelled from Coruscant, he like there's parts of Dathomir he can't visit because there's a Jedi academy there.
0: Yeah, so that's so. probably an indication or as much of an indication as we're going to get that they were but, I mean, they're
1: really powerful. Like, Tenennial Joe actually wins her first confrontation with Luke.
3: Yeah. With her um, stick.
1: Yeah. So, and I mean, Gethsarian's super powerful. Like, she's probably, I mean, at this point, she has more feats than Palpatine. <laughs> like, she kills like, I forget how many, like, she kills like a, maybe a hundred people just instantly. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Tenennial Joe had that miscarriage thing. I'm reading the Wikipedia page. That was really weird. Anyway, um, where were we in the book? Let's get back on track. Uh,
0: yeah. So, uh, we've basically gotten to the point where Luke has found Thor uh, Yeah. And they're on the surface of the planet. It's Soldier thought that Luke had died, but mm-hmm. Luke and his Soldier get captured by Tenennial. Luke has yeah. this confrontation with her after trying to break into Shantor, which is mm-hmm. a giant an ancient Jedi ship that worked as like a a floating academy, a traveling academy that had been we later find out traded to the Night Sister or to yeah, to the Night Sisters uh to the to the clans in mm. but no Yoda.
1: One could get inside of it though.
0: Yeah, Yoda had they'd given them a bunch of knowledge put into uh a box and it was basically (laughs) once the night sisters are gone then we'll trust that you can handle this knowledge and someone will read these books to you until then don't look at them Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah so Leia and Han get taken to the Singing Mountain clan there they accept Leia as one of their own and she kind of vouches for Han saying like oh he freed or he saved my life so he's allowed to be his own person Uh, because just like Hape's The uh, Dathomir clans are uh, an old penal colony that had a bunch, or had another Jedi who was expelled from the order, expelled from the Republic, who Mm -hmm. lived there, and then all of their daughters ended up being force sensitive, uh, and I guess the men generally weren't, and so the women ended up in it's the same kind of matriarchal society, and they ended up like. The way they choose their mates was kidnapping them. Mm-hmm. So Luke and a soldier get kidnapped.
1: I heard it was Kathleen Kendi who actually wrote this into the book.
0: Yeah. Uh, it was her, Ryan Johnson, and uh, fetus Daisy Ridley. <laughs> fetus Daisy Ridley. Was she really not born in 94? Oh I think God. she's younger than us.
2: Oh, God
0: which is a depressing thought. Yeah. I I maybe she no I I think she's like 25. Yikes. Anyway, it's still her fault regardless. No, she okay, she's she's only a month younger than me. Oh, okay. so. Okay.
1: So Infant Daisy Ridley.
0: Yeah, so she she was able to weigh in on this. Uh <laughs> But yeah, so on pulls a giant worm out of a hole, <laughs> which was during my life.
1: The woofah. Sure, there's some symbolism there.
0: We don't need to get into it. Ask your parents after the podcast, kids. Um <laughs>
1: Yeah. And it's like it's it's a big one. It's like hundreds of meters long. Yeah, like, it's a like 250
0: like... meter giant woofa
3: worm. It's like a Nebulon bee, almost. Yeah. They use it. A little bit. That's where they get uh, their
0: rope. So it's a very mm-hmm. important part of Dathomir society uh, to. Oh, pulling rope. Pull the ro- rope out. That's how the men show their worth.
3: Uh, yes.
1: Pushing rope is something completely different.
3: Don't look that up. Jesus
0: Christ. Uh. <laughs> So yeah, Luke and a soldier are captured by Teneniel. Uh a as we were, we were discussing kind of off-screen. But mm-hmm. the uh this prompts a discussion between Teneniel and Luke and also Luke and a soldier where they kind of talk about their society, each's view on their society. Uh mm-hmm. Teneniel we get a bit more out of later cuz she just met them. Yeah. Uh she's yeah. already deeply in love with them though and yeah, is looking for someone to fill the emptiness inside her. Which was very melodramatic bit of dialogue or yes
1: monologue we got from her. She's always uh, showing the guys her boobs, too.
0: Yeah, but a soldier gets the sense that that is not to appeal to him. It's just they don't wear yeah. anything. Uh, yeah. So good for them. Yeah. But.
3: Uh, R2 was the one who liked it the most. I kept forgetting he was there. He didn't seem to
0: impede their progress very much, despite being
1: no Luke is like super powered in this book. He's like hopping up and down, like hopping up and down mountains, levitating things, levitating R two. Well, at one point he just pushes
0: R two off of the cliff into their little encampment. Uh, It was only like a meter
1: or two or whatever.
0: Yeah, it was still not great. Luke saves.
1: saves uh what's his name is my till isolder's my till just because he likes the ship a lot <laughs> yeah sweet old fella but luke talks to a soldier about
0: uh about hape and society when they're captured he he breaks out of his restraints that tenennial put him in is like you're gonna just have to accept that i can uh-huh. do this and i'll travel with you but don't don't do that again uh uh-huh. so good on luke but soldier gets upset that Luke is treating the blue desert people, which are a bunch of lizards. Uh, <laughs> the fact that they call themselves people was, a, yeah. I, I assume, a, an issue in translation. Yeah. But a uh, soldier's upset that Luke is nice to people that soldier would consider below him, as nice as he is to himself and uh, to Tachum. Mm-hmm. And Luke is like, "Yeah, you're all alive. I'm going to show you all respect. You're all part of the Force." <laughs> and a soldier's like, no, "He's like, that's stupid. <laughs> you deserve to die.
3: Yeah, you have dangerous ideas, Jedi. Yeah. Uh,
2: Man,
3: you're not a nice fella And
0: then Luke kind of points out that, like, you're not listening to Tachuma either. So, yeah, am
1: I really that bad? Yeah, exactly." And Luke is very into nature in this one. He's like, at the end when he's doing with the orbital night cloak, he's like, listen, it's not just people down there, it's trees. Yeah, he's very caducious, Han- Clay. Han's like, nah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good dog. Well, let's <laughs> just totally
0: nuke good. the trees, kid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's
0: somewhere between Jack Nicholson and... Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> That didn't, I'm all for a Jack Nicholson
1: Han Solo film, if Alden rick is ever. Yeah, or if uh, they want to do a flashback in episode nine and uh, Harrison's not feeling it. <laughs> yeah. Here's Honey. <laughs> yeah, I don't
3: like that. I don't like that. <laughs> well, who do we get to play Leia? Um... Re-casters like Meryl Streep or something. Sure. Down for it. Nice. That'd be shameful. That would be shameful. Just get her daughter to do it. Uh, well, she's in. She's in all the yeah. movies, eh? Yeah, I like her. She's an American horror story Billy... as well. Lord, yeah. 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 Good. But uh. I'm not sure what I was referring to the, with this. I have
0: weird ant, weird dialogue written down. Uh, um, Let's so that going. must not be important.
3: <laughs> but yeah. uh,
0: this is when Luke talks about how a soldier is a risk free apprentice because he can't use the force, and therefore, if he goes to right. the dark side, not a big, big deal. Yeah,
1: it's like. But he's not really your apprentice, then, is he? If he's got no powers and isn't going to... Like, all you're really teaching him is, like, don't be a dick. Like, that's a two-second lesson.
0: Yeah. And he kind of does the same thing with Tenennial, where I guess he's confident from his 16 hours teaching a soldier that now he can move on to another apprentice, Mm -hmm. uh, who also doesn't become his apprentice. At this point, he's he's not doing too well with apprentices. Mm -hmm. Uh, We talked about Dev... That didn't work out. Uh presumably there's been a few off screen since since that. Uh Kyle Katarin doesn't really work out. Corrin doesn't <laughs> really work out. Corrin yells at Luke about this a lot in iJedi, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So we'll we'll get to that. Even uh, Mara doesn't really work out. She kinda comes and goes. <laughs> yeah. I think Corrin talks about like Luke's first fifteen students and how like Well, at least he got seven that worked out all right, so good job, buddy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and like only three of them almost turned into Darth Vader. um, What's his name? The. uh... Gantorus. Yeah, what's the giant lizard again? What's his name? T Rex. (laughs) T Rex? From. From Jedi Knight 2. Oh, Dasan? Yeah, Dasan. Wasn't he one of Luke's as well?
3: I think so. Yeah, I think
1: so. What about um? Oh, what's this guy's name? Um, what's the name of the guy with like the Buzz Lightyear suit? Keeler. Yeah, was he one of Luke's apprentices?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's another. Pretty much
0: everyone was, and then (laughs) they all went to the dark side. There were about sixteen Kylo Ren's running around the galaxy (laughs) at any given point. Is basically what we're saying yeah but
1: uh I, I, I love how i said dark side um uh buzz lightyear and you're like oh yeah cooler <laughs> yeah because he's got the pointy helmet and he looks like yeah
0: it's yeah. it's not a oh shit what is that from because it's not quite buzz lightyear it's like an no. evil guy in a fake comic series in another cartoon isn't fairly odd parents Oh, he
1: kind but... of looks like um, the enemy from Buzz Lightyear, um,
3: Lord Galactica, or whatever. Um, Zerg isn't his name Zerg. Yeah,
1: he kind of he kind of looks like Zerg actually, because he's got the.
3: Yeah, oh yeah, he looks like Zerg for sure. Uh... Like there's someone I'm specifically picturing right now What's the lore of Emperor Zerg? How did he come to power? That sounds like a great video. Emperor Zerg lore. He's a sworn enemy of the Galactic Alliance. Yeah, I'm good enough. Like the the post-Vong war
1: one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. All right. Well, we're on. We're on Dathomir. Are, we're uh, roommates at one point. We're
0: on Dathomir, and uh, Tenennial, Luke, and Isolder get accosted by a uh, another Knight Sister. Uh, mm. They tell Isolder to go hide in a cave with R2, yeah. and Luke cuts the head off of this Knight Sister who uh, sends some forced lightning into Teneniel injures her. But Luke cuts the head off and some blue light escapes, which is always a yeah. good sign. Ocheron.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And this is right after this when uh Tenennial is healing and she's a she's surprised by Luke's power because uh apparently it's a very rare thing for for the Day Sisters, thanks Dai Fish For uh hmm. for them to uh to have any sort of healing power, and wherever they do, they kind of, like, play up the whole singing thing. Like, Tenennial is just super blown away by the fact that Luke can cast any spells, uh, mm-hmm. but especially cast them without without any, uh, any incantations.
1: I kind of like the incantation things. It fits with the lore. Basically, it's yeah. just, like, it's just basically they They're concentrate, witches. and, like, all you really need is concentration. They kind of have led themselves to believe that, like, they need to do this. So I guess thus they do really. Yeah. It's like same with like I did a video on like whether you need to, whether you actually need to move your hand Mm -hmm. to force push something or like to choke somebody and you don't, it's just like it's a method of like, you know, mind to matter, I guess. Yeah.
0: Like in Harry Potter, how you don't actually need to say the spells. It's just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, this, this is where we get the, the scene where Tennanian wants someone to, someone to just fill the emptiness in her, as she gets super angsty, and Luke yeah. is rejecting her. like like you kidnapped me, but I'm not marrying you. You can stop now. Yeah, but she she hasn't quite settled for a soldier yet. Uh, this is about the time that a soldier accepts the ropes of bondage.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: we end up back in the Singing Mountain Clan though. And Han is making a deal with the Night Sisters, Day Sisters, and yeah. tells Ogwin that he's willing to give him the planet for a a buttload of gems, <laughs> Leia marrying him, and uh was it fixing the Falcon? Um I forget. I didn't write down what the third one was.
1: I think just getting off the planet, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. So, and and he was actually thinking that he could blow up the Falcon to stop them yeah. from to stop the Night Sisters from getting off the planet. Cause yeah. But how they ended up there is that it was a Imperial penal colony, and Zind was trying to build a base on the planet. Uh, the Night Sisters started taking them over, so Zind just nuked the spaceport from orbit uh, to stop the Night Sisters from getting off. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he's scared of Gethsarian, basically. Yeah. A, she's a bad bitch. She is. She's nasty.
0: Yeah, she like murders the first person that comes down from Zinj's inner circle. So
1: <laughs> Yeah. Um, and she she's really powerful too. Like she can she can basically get in your mind from across the planet, no problem. Yeah, Lucas at a few points in
0: the book is like, damn, is this what it would have been like with Vader if he wasn't trying to mm-hmm. just convert me?
1: Because Gethiran is not fucking around. He's just all business. Yeah, she zaps him once and he almost dies. Like like one shot and he's basically done. Yeah. Which I do like awakens a,
0: like the the biggest powers in him possible where he can pilot yeah. and shoot everything at once.
1: Yeah. It's like what's it called in Dragon Ball Z where once a Saiyan, Super gets, Saiyan. No, where like a Saiyan almost dies on is it a Zenko boost? They almost die and then they get way stronger. I think that's just Somewhere. uh the episode number going up. Make it way stronger. <laughs> no, it's a thing, I swear.
0: No, it definitely is a thing, but like everything makes your power level go up by ten thousand in Dragon True. Ball. True.
1: But I I do like with the whole bombing thing, because it at the very first scene when they arrive on um Dathomir, the uh the ship is like the frigate they're with gets bombed like, from orbit, and you're like, why are they doing this? And then it kind of fills it in nicely. They've got to take take down everything that lands, just so, like, the witches don't take it. Mm. So that was kind of nice. Z- All right, Zenkai boost.
0: They send in the, uh, like, the, the one shuttle. Zinj makes it clear. He's like, this is for my personnel. Going to be yeah. heavily armed. You yeah. Get that. <laughs> you go yeah. in the unarmed one but she just murders everyone on the armed one and takes it. So, yeah. it doesn't matter. Exactly. But, yeah, so Zin or so Han offers them the planet, and then basically just says, just keep the deed for safekeeping. Yeah. You can have it now. He's very moody
1: in this. He's like, cause it, well, he's just like, just take it, and they're like, we can't do that. And he's like, well, just hold
3: on to it, I guess. Yeah. And there's this is when we start getting back into like angsty couple
0: mechanics again because they all mm-hmm. kind of unite soon after this. Uh and yeah, they go on like
1: a, basically a, a day trip. Like,
0: yeah. Cuz they're told it was like uh an ex-night sister who wanted to get back in the clan so they could go right. get some information on how to infiltrate a prison, which is where they thought or the the actual former base with the prison colony. Uh so they could get some parts to fix the falcon. And mm-hmm. they go to visit the the other, uh, that night sister, ex-night sister, future day sister, <laughs> Baruka. Yeah, and she's just chilling. They decide they all need to go on this multi-day journey, ride some Rancors over there. Yeah. Uh, and this is where Luke starts deciding he may actually have some feelings for Tenennial. Because uh, they're, they're yeah, working out the seating yeah. arrangements.
1: <laughs> and Leia senses it too, because she's like, ooh, yeah. I've never he's like, oh.
0: and that's where we get Han's wonderful line of telling Luke that he wouldn't mind tenennial riding on his rancor, which yeah, it's pretty I could have done without
1: yeah, it's pretty crass.
0: And was that they could have sex?
1: Oh, yeah, so okay, never mind, that's not so bad
2: then,
0: yeah. So the Rancor in that being his genitals is what they're
1: <laughs> Gotcha.
0: So Isolder climbs up with Leia on uh on the one Rancor, Luke and mm-hmm. Tananial are on another, and Han is with Chewie. So yeah. There there's some kissing that goes on around each other even when they're already <laughs> in the process of switching partners. Uh, <laughs> they have some they have an actual, uh, a good conversation in this about the power structures of their, uh, of their respective societies. And this is, I think this is where the you're, you're so dumb comment comes in with the soldier oh, saying yeah. he has absolute power. Yeah, <laughs> she just turns around and laughs
1: at him. Yeah. You're so dumb.
0: And this is kind of where Leia also starts to be like kind of jaded with the soldier and is like, oh, so he's not, yeah, he doesn't actually love of, uh, me. He just yeah. loves the idea of me.
1: Plus he starts to be like when he interacts with Han, he starts to be kind of a bit of a, a bit showy and a bit just yeah. kind of a. Both a of ish. them
0: do that a lot. And yeah, Luke and but Chewie more endearing, kind one. Of Han does it. Yeah. Because that's his entire personality. He's got nothing else to to go for in the world.
1: I just think that Han should really appreciate the friend he has in Chewie. Yeah. Because like Chewie's always there. Chewie's got a family. He even says at this point, Chewie's got a. In this book, one point, Chewie's got a family, and he's like, he's here with me, and like he's furry, he's a good snuggler, probably. Like, screw women, just hang with Chewie.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe he should be taking that as a sign that maybe Chewie's not the best because he's ditching his family
3: the whole time. That's true. That is true. Um, so oh crap! That, we we
0: missed the old flirt Yoda comment from. Oh um, yeah, because
1: well. well, isn't that? I think I think isn't that before they leave? Yeah, though? that's
0: before they leave, and she's talking about the uh, the elder of the clan is talking about how uh, Luke was foretold is coming there in her vision. She can like she slips into seeing into the future in the past and tells Luke he's going to have future. children. So yeah, not just children. Ben. Yeah. So. Yeah. Obvious continuity error. Great job, well, Dave Wolverton. It's, it's, it's possible. Yeah, I guess Rock and uh Cole could have been from a second marriage, with like just being Luke's direct kids.
1: Or maybe Luke just like date, like just liked hooking up. Why well, did he be married, Corey? I wasn't married when I had a kid. Yeah, but. Wow.
3: Yeah.
0: Wow, this is a Christian podcast. So I frown upon your
1: life choices. Suddenly my uh, cozy comment doesn't look so bad. Does it? (laughs) You're the one that's projecting with this Wow, well, I'm very sensitive
3: about you're very important man in my life. So Well wow! it's all it is also possible that maybe Luke had a had a Or that Luke hooked up with someone and he just didn't know. Yeah.
1: It's possible. What are the what are the Luke top like character options months. for this? Um okay, we got um
3: computer girl. What if Tenel Ka is actually Luke's?
1: Then that whole thing with Jason is really uncomfortable. <laughs> Yeah, because it ended up so much better without that. Because I guess they don't—they'd only be what first cousins for Star Wars. That's not that bad. Yeah, it, it, like it turns out that everyone's
0: related, anyways. With like, yeah. like, everyone's related in real life, regardless. But
1: the it could be Lumia. The Most two degrees of
0: separation there.
1: Lumaya is actually the most the most likely one because they could yeah. have they could have done the dirty before she disappeared. <laughs> yeah, and then. Yeah. Yeah, and then when she was gone, she could have had the baby. And then: Makes back sense. When she was.: Yeah.: Or it could have been. Is there a character
0: that is likely to be Luke's illegitimate child, though? <sighs> who just doesn't know they're a Skywalker. What if uh oh shit. Kip Durin. No, not Kip. Age doesn't
2: work out.
0: Can't be.: huh. It's that guy who shows up in vector prime. Like the poochie of Star Wars. I called him before the annoying one. Oh um,
3: You mean the show off the Jedi Um, yeah What's his name again, um
1: Can't remember his name are you getting your book is that what you're doing? Yeah
3: It is like cool Mc Mcspace dude or something (laughs) worth or Skitter. Skitter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's Luke's
0: son. That's why Luke keeps him around.
1: Possible. It's
3: possible. Hey,
0: we'll have to keep that in mind when we get to Vector Prime. Yes. Yes. But Uh, they end up infiltrating the prison by using some harvester droids, which were Hapen export droids. So hmm. the Hapens apparently do have more contact with the outside galaxy than They'd have us believe. So maybe they bought the X Wings from Encom directly.
1: Yeah, it's possible. Or someone could've smuggled them in or something. Yeah, so
0: we that's what we get for assuming. Yeah. So let that's another lesson for today, guys. I'm just Wow. Yeah. They break in, yeah. they,
1: Sorry, what? go ahead. I was gonna say the Hapens also really quickly joined the New Republic, like no problem.
0: Yeah. I'm <laughs> marrying this other lady and also we're joining the New Republic. uh all right i have nothing to add because there's no pages left in the book yeah but uh but yeah so they get into the prison where they are going to try to get the uh the bits to fix the falcon and they find the nicest laundry tech ever Mm -hmm.
1: yeah that guy's really sweet isn't he
0: hope he survives Luke tries to mind trick him, and Leia's like, D- "Don't do this. You're bad. <laughs> You're bad at this. Yeah. Maybe you can find out his name, though."
1: Yeah, I like too how they're sneaking in, and like Han's like eating uh, all these berries and stuff. I <laughs> eat the
0: purple berries.
1: <laughs> like, uh yeah, they use that for dis to make disinfectant. Like, those are not edible. <laughs> it's like the birdberry
0: bushes. I don't know, That's what we call domestic. I don't know what they're actual, but the berries the that birds ones. would eat. Yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah. yeah. You, you're absolutely not supposed to eat. Han is the guy who would just go and mow down like sixty of them. <laughs> yeah, he's bleeding out during the next firefight, just
1: rubbing berries all over himself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so some of the guards come up. Han tries to act like he's their commanding officer and uh luke or er, honor a soldier and chewy take him out and then luke alters their memory so they won't remember what happened uh yeah. which seems like a pretty dark side thing to do messing yeah, with memory that's terrible i don't know the intent was to, to protect people though so that's we get a lot yeah. of luke's philosophy on intent
1: being what matters which yeah i, was, I meant to mention that the uh Arth would not be impressed.
0: Yeah. The same thing. It's kind of like Jason's later philosophy. Yeah. Like the Dark Nest era. Jason yeah, Jedi the, philosophy. Uh,
1: what is it called again? The uh, uh, Potentium. Potentium theorem. Yeah. Theory. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do a the video on page. that stuff. But, yeah. Uh, you got to reread everything. You got to reread Traitor. And uh, lots of NJO before you do that. Yeah. Or you just read Wikipedia like everyone else does.
0: Yeah, I could just read the actual articles into. Uh, I, actually,
1: I could do text to speech. I don't even well, need to yeah, do anything. You, you just read the article like as long as you change
3: one or two words. That's what I've seen. Welcome to Eckhart's footstep.
1: <laughs> it's funny, though, when you watch a YouTube video. On like like a lore video, and then you control F certain words on the Wikipedia page, like weird words, like like inexplicably this happened, and then like you you control off the Wikipedia page, and it's the exact same
3: thing, You're like someone's been borrowing. Yeah. <sighs> so why do I do it? The, why do I do it the
0: hard way?
1: You don't really need to, to be honest.
0: I could just make so much money.
1: Yep. Citation needed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about the um, the Hapen uh, capital ship, the uh, what's the big one called again? Like the... Star Home? Star Home, yeah.
0: Pretty cool description Flight of it ship? in this book.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the traveling palace. Yeah. And yeah, It's like thousands of years old and really a yeah. piece of shit,
3: but it just looks cool. <laughs> The giant starfish. Oh. It is in the the thumbnail for the video
0: here. Along oh, cool. with a one of Valerie's designs, so snuck in, fan in, technically. But Oh, I don't like that.
3: me hey, What you get? I don't like that. But uh but yeah, so
0: we're into the prison. They mm. end up finding a YT thirteen hundred, yeah, uh, made out of three other YT thirteen hundreds, almost finished, almost finished. Doesn't quite fly yet. Uh, with doesn't it have tie parts as well? There are tie parts in there. I don't know if I don't know if it said they were attached to it.
1: Yeah. So, but it's it's a piece of junk, like even more than the Falcon. Yeah. And it, it's not spaceworthy, but it can still fly like they still fly planet side with it, but
0: Yeah, they fly over a river or over a lake and then ditch it. Uh but mm-hmm. they're being kind of chased by the Imperials or the Gethsirian Knight Sister faction at that point. hmm. Um, but now yeah, that plus they're always
1: worried about being spotted from space.
0: Yeah. And I think they're flying like five feet off the ground. Yeah, and they're they're trying to get the parts so they can just fix the Falcon with it. Uh, it mm-hmm. I think they do explicitly mention that the sensors are functional.
3: Yeah, that's Which very like, important. That's what you, you really need. need sensors.
1: They need, yeah, I don't understand. Like, I feel like they could have made it out with just that, uh coolant. <laughs> like they they say they need sensors shielding and um and but like the shielding, like are you? Are micromediators meteors really that common? Like spaceships fly in real life without those, so I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, coolant meteors and and sensor technology is what they mm. need. Or sorry, coolant shielding, and sensor technology. They yeah, don't need
0: meteors. <laughs> no meteors. Me. Am I just not understanding the word he's saying? I'm gonna nod like
1: I... <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs>
0: Well, have you ever heard someone be like so wrong and yet you don't want to disagree with them? Because may- <laughs> maybe I've just been wrong this whole time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so this is when we start getting the deals between Gazirian and Zinj, uh, where Zinj wants Han Solo, uh, as opposed to some other Han. And yeah. Gazirian really wants to get off the planet. So Zinj offers first off, like, hey will not kill you with these night cloaks if you give me Han. And They're like, don't care. Yeah, we don't value our lives, so okay. Uh, but do. then they offer their service to get off the planet, uh, which they'd uh, they'd secure, or which they'd guarantee by saying that Singe could keep their daughters as basically collateral. And this this kind of gets Zinj's attention, eventually he says they accept, like, oh, we'll just go into the New Republic, and we'll screw mm. with everyone. So It's not
1: a bad plan, honestly.
0: Well, Zinj eventually wants to rule the whole galaxy, so eventually he'd have yeah. to contend with the Night Sisters.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: So, th- th- this wasn't a long-term solution for anyone, really. Thrawn would have found a
3: way to use them, though. That probably would have gone about as well as the Nogri. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough.
0: Uh, so yeah, Zinj has the Nightcloaks, starts deploying them, and the the eventual deal that the they come up with is for the going to the Republic and deal with them that way, and they'll trade Han for that. Uh, Zinj doesn't realize they don't actually have Han, and they're trying to act like they do have Han, uh, and they're planning an assault on the Singing Mountain Clan in order to get Han, uh, as, so, as well as the Millennium Falcon. They want either of those things. Um,
3: yeah that's where they get the shuttle plan yeah and I don't know the shuttle would have never worked out for
1: them because Zinj has like 100 capital ships in orbit he was just gonna blow them up like yeah there
0: there was never that's basically what happens regardless yeah where Melvar comes back down to switch the shuttles this is where we get the end of Melvar who has the like the vibranium nails that didn't really come up before
1: yeah, it does. It doesn't mention it um, a little bit in the in the
3: Raid Squadron trilogy, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, well, the yeah,
0: idea to send Melvar was bad.
1: Yeah, he's like one of his top generals, isn't he? Yeah,
3: he had, like like, he had to know something anything. was going to happen. On. Yeah, he was yeah. the
0: highest ranking non-Zinj person
1: that Zinj had. Why wouldn't they just send down Raptors? It's also weird that raptors get name dropped in this book but we don't actually see them well
0: I, I think the only time that we would really see them is if they were with malvar on that deployment which they should
1: have been but... yeah like i kind of imagine them as like death troopers even though that's not really how they're explained but yeah um, uh but what didn't we talk about oh how how uh how the rancors are just total bros
3: yeah and there's that one the uh, the, the mother
1: loses two of their children, and it's like yeah,
3: that, that was very kind of sad. <laughs> that was during
1: the the night
0: sister assault on the on the uh, on the singing mountain clan, and uh, mm-hmm. in that battle, they mentioned how Gethyrien, the leader of the night sisters, didn't care about things like terrain when making her battle plan. So yeah. that's nice too. That's a great battle plan. Cause they they think they yeah. can just go over any uh any terrain? And the stormtroopers can't though because they can't mm-hmm. hover.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird how the whole Imperial Gethsarian relationship works. And the uh the audiobook totally glosses over that, so I didn't it wasn't something that I really remember. Um it's just like yeah, the Empire or the they've been totally stranded on the planet. So they're just working for the Gethsarian because why not? Like She'll kill them. Otherwise, I guess
3: Yeah um, like, She's never really directly working for them It's just like maybe getting the trade
1: and then yeah. oh, sorry, I meant the ones anything. that are like still on planet like yeah. the ones that are stranded they're like Yeah, they kind of submit to her a lot of the time it, like she's leading like she's got walkers and stuff with her when she attacks, yeah. Doesn't she? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's unclear if she's like force dominating them, or they're just, like, scared and working for her?
1: Yeah, well, I think it just, they've been abandoned, so, like, yeah, they've what, no like, what else are they going to do? Yeah.
0: Just, like, the the kidnapped husbands and whatever of the, mm-hmm. of the clans. But One thing
1: I like, too, is that they there are other, like, good side clans on the planet. They're just too far away. Yeah. Because like, they're yeah. like, well, we could call, but it's like, they'll be here in two days, and They'll be here in three days, and Gift of syrian will be here in two, so
3: mm-hmm.
1: we got to send a runner, so it's like, I thought it was kind of a nice little bit of world building, and we do get some of that in um, in Fate of the Jedi 2, they spend some time on Dathomir, and I forget which clan it is then, but there's like this big ceremony, um, and the Night Sisters are attacking and stuff, so.
0: Yeah. Because it's like four days to get to them. Yeah. Yeah. Then four days for them to get to another clan and they're worried that if they leave they're gonna be attacked in the middle of nowhere yeah. or they can't they'll defend be themselves. Like three. Yeah. So they'll just stay put.
1: Uh yeah, because if they get if they try to move everyone then like friendly territory anymore, um mm.
0: yeah. But before the attack we get the the night cloak starting to be deployed.
1: Mm. Uh, worst super weapon of all time.
0: Yeah, I mean it were it'd work against people who can do nothing back who are no
1: threat to begin with
2: so yeah. that's
0: nice
1: but like i'm pretty sure you could get a powerful like ground based web like, like i'm pretty sure there are like infantry rocket launchers that could d- disrupt it uh if you can shoot like it's an orbital thing yeah that's what like i guess if it was like a really i mean certainly a ground based turbo turbolaser could take it out well, they talk about how anyone who has like sufficient
0: yeah. technology can just automatically go yeah. and mess it up. But the Night Sisters, in particular, like or er, but Dathomir, in particular, is like the one place that would work because they yeah. don't have any ships. Yeah. So it, it makes sense for Zinja's specific application there, because he seems weird, fine though. with developing a a specific technology for any given
1: application. Yeah, he might have already had it too. Um. It is kind of weird how they can fly through it, though, because at one point, they when, when the Millennium Falcon first escapes, it actually first flies through the Nightcloak and then goes back underneath. Um, hmm. So it must be, like, staggered or something, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's a bun- I think it's a bunch of satellites that are, like, it's not one sheet of them, they're yeah staggered, so you can get through them, uh, oh, but... Okay.
1: It's, so they're not; they don't actually like touch or anything.
0: Yeah, that was that was at least my interpretation of it before. Where it, there were mm-hmm. parts in the book where it was, it seemed like it might be one thing, but I was yeah. always under the impression it was multiple satellites that sort of fan out. And yeah. even though they're not in the same exact position to cover any blind spots, mm-hmm. you have multiple layers um, uh, okay. that cover yeah. that end up covering every angle.
1: Yeah, I basically imagined it like. Uh, just an array of satellites that cover the planet, yeah. like a, like a, like kind of scales or something. But I guess that makes more sense.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh
0: but we get a conversation between uh, Isolder and Tenennial at this point as well before the battle, mm-hmm. uh, where Isolder starts like explaining the stars to her. Uh, tells her, her affection
1: like, for him comes way out of left field, in my opinion. Yeah the the whole
0: romantic element of it there just I, for all of them just yeah. starts forming out of nothing it it just yeah. ends up being kind of rushed yeah where uh, solder had already said like wait a minute I I didn't consent to this I didn't mm-hmm. accept that rope knowing what it meant but yeah. then they kind of like both accept like hey we both came here because we're lonely <laughs> let's be lonely together maybe yeah. and solder tries to be like well no Oh, uh, what will my family think?
1: <laughs> Screw your family. She's like, who cares?
0: <laughs> I know you love me. She pulls a reverse, uh reverse Truce Bakura Luke only if Luke had been right. Which yeah. doesn't make it better. No. Listen to what people say.
1: It's like equally as bad. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, I mean that's that's a lot of that in the book. It's no healthy relationships really formed here. <laughs> like Yeah. Luke and Leia, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, maybe not. <laughs> Leia running to Luke whenever she has Han problems seems to be what they're developing there. Yeah, and Luke's not a very loyal buddy to
1: Han either. He's like, well, if you like his older, maybe go with him. I'm just like, wow. Han and Luke have been friends for like six years at this point. <laughs> well,
0: I like my brother-in-law. I'd yeah. consider us friends independent of mm-hmm. my sister as well. Yeah. But had he kidnapped my sister, True. Uh, I don't know that I would have been super sympathetic.
1: This was even before that, because remember, um, she calls him like on the holonet. She's like, it's an emergency. And he's like, oh, what is it? Like, Which boy should I like? <laughs> it's the the whole seventh grade thing is just perfect.
2: Yeah.
0: Really makes makes it all make so much more sense. Replace the
1: Holonet with MSN Messenger. <laughs> you
3: that really dates us, though. Too.
2: Yes, it does.
3: Sorry, right, Facebook Messenger guys. With kick. Ugh. Uh, but we get the with the final
0: climactic battle, uh, or two battles. There's yeah. a space one they're still waiting for the hapen the hapen fleet to come in mm-hmm. uh but the assault from the night sisters happens uh Luke ends up this is when Luke gets his ass handed to him by Gazirian. Mm-hmm. uh and also the uh Tenel, not Tenelka, Tenennial Joe has a brush <laughs> with the dark side and yeah, she just like she her face. loses her four shit on these other night sisters. Yeah. She like throw the corpse of one basically like down a hallway. <laughs> she throws the corpse of one of her clanmates at the night sisters <laughs> using a gust of force wind down
1: some stairs, and then Karana T's like what to. Nail? And um, do you think because doesn't Luke kind of heal the the bruise of another one of the others that get bruised? Uh, um, the one that they find in the middle of the woods. Doesn't Luke kind of heal that? So like, you think he can fix that for her?
3: the dead
1: knight sister or the plump no, no. blood vessel no no yeah the the blood vessel earlier like luke uh, helps that one that's um like in the middle of nowhere yeah that they go to he helps I, um
0: i think uh yeah he probably can but that's that would heal as well yeah. just anyways it's just the other night sisters are doing evil ragey crap so oh, often okay. they get they stay splotchy Gotcha. If you can, like, pop a blood, blood vessel in your eye and it'll heal eventually. But, yeah. Okay. You know, it's fine. It's nothing it's to worry okay. about if you just, like, age stop. pop a major artery. <laughs> just <laughs> stop doing it. <laughs> what you're doing now, it's not okay. <laughs> stop it. Stop it right now.
1: Hey. No. <laughs> What's that LeBron James commercial? Or, sorry, Michael Jordan commercial where he's like, Stop it, get help. It was like an old McDonald's
3: commercial for like drug addiction, I think. Um, I don't know, this is news to like, me. It's like he's like, Stop it, get some help. It's like Michael Jordan from like the 80s or 90s, it's really good, yeah. Uh, but
0: yeah, Tenennial does the same thing where she's like, I'm gonna heal you now. <laughs> After yeah, I of was... of lost my shit on the other ones and decided maybe that wasn't the right thing, we will we'll close out the podcast with the another dramatic reading of three PO's other song. Don't worry about yes. it. But yes, uh, we got anything else with the battle? Like by this point, Luke has been just forced blasted by a Yeah, and... goes angry.
1: Yeah, so Gutsyrian almost kills him in one shot. Pretty impressive uh, display of power. Then he uses the power of magic and love, and he comes back to full power. Um, he basically does magic. a he does a Dragon Ball Z. Then um, Kai lend me your energy thing. Okay, yeah. Um, and the uh, trees and stuff come through. I don't know, kind of a cool moment. It it's not really how the the later books treat the force, but I think it's kind of like what the movies would do. Yeah, he's
0: really good at piloting now. That's what his force That'd power is. That's pretty cool.
1: He's basically controlling the entire Falcon by himself. Like.
0: Yeah. Who's flying? It must be Luke. a soldier. No, this is Luke. Who's shooting? Yeah. It's Luke.
1: <laughs> Who's making coffee? Luke. Luke. Who's lowering the shields? Luke. Luke.
3: Who's checking my prostate? Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
1: classic. <laughs> that is also after Han almost dies too. Um, yeah, Han a brutal moment where the Gethsarians like torturing him, breaking his
0: his teeth, legs, and his teeth. And... He yeah he he hands himself over to Gethzerian, uh to save some innocent uh, prisoners from being murdered by her. But she is still planning to give him over to Zinge, uh, thinking mm-hmm. that's her ticket out of there. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when Melvar ends up getting killed. Uh, after Han's bomb doesn't go off and Malvar, like, jumps to the ground. So, that was embarrassing for him.
1: Yeah, and then he dies immediately after. Probably of embarrassment. <laughs> it's not of... Uh, it, it's not of... Of being, like... I, I don't know what she, Doesn't she, like, basically give them all strokes or something? Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, he died of embarrassment from... <laughs> Being a little baby in front of all his boys. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So Han's
0: suicide attempt doesn't go well, as we probably knew going into the book. Yeah. And then Luke goes on his. He takes a nap first. That
1: was that was key. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, wake me up in three hours. It's like me and my. Like I was like, wake me up at eight thirty this morning. She's like, no. I'm like, do it. This is important. It's like then set an alarm <laughs> They're like yeah, okay Luke will wake you up and he's like god damn it don't talk to me like that
3: It's like I just survived with flower power <laughs> Dude does he have anything with an alarm can he just set R2? <laughs> yeah, why don't just like R2 shock me like in the
1: testicles until I wake up. Okay. <laughs> You'd think when he's going to like super
0: force channel like that, he probably wouldn't need sleep. Like, I, I can absorb all of nature, but only if I've got a, a solid three hour nap in. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is very specific, too. He's like, three hours, like, okay, you got we got to be up, you got to go get Han. He's like, no, I got a new episode of Nine Day Fiancé to watch from TLC. <laughs> <laughs> can't miss it. <laughs> I can't miss it.
0: I assume it's like some sort of healing trance is how we're gonna describe
1: yeah. that, but I the... I like just a nap.
0: I <laughs> that's the definite preferred answer.
1: Yeah. But we
0: uh was the was the sixteen year old
1: during the previous battle or the end phase? It's like when they're on their way back from the uh from the prison. Like the oh, trans- Okay, so it was already ha- Okay,
0: so I guess we yeah, should that's touch when on she that.
1: Loses, uh, when one of the Rancor loses her first child. Right. Gets his arm. Oh. And, she, and she just like, Luke like gives that, the knight Sister, like 10 opportunities to surrender. And then, the, <laughs> and then the Rancor. And these Rancors are described as being way bigger than the ones at Jabba's. Yeah, I just... think they say they're like, I think 15 meters or something it says. They're really tall, but yeah, just just collapse it. <laughs> Yeah, she just
0: like looks scared and then keeps trying to attack Luke and yeah. mess with his lightsaber, and mm-hmm. it's like she's gonna kill him basically. Yeah. And like that's the closest anyone ever gets in Star Wars to killing Luke.
1: And... Luke has a, has some weird moments where like in this book he's like, "Yeah, don't use aggression, don't give into the into the dark side." And then one like, well, the first thing he does when he lands on Dathomir is he decapitates something, <laughs> decapitates that night witch. I mean, she was being pretty evil, but it's just like luke is like very technical like technicalities sometimes like as long as they attack me first i'm
3: good (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's what i was saying with like the altering memory yeah uh,
0: decapitations uh using this all this force stuff to murder everyone in the night sisters
1: the altering memory kind of fits within his current philosophy because it's ultimately saving yeah. those stormtroopers. It's from to dying. save them from dying and
0: save the laundry man from dying. Yeah, so he wouldn't have to kill them,
1: the sweet boy.
0: But it's uh, the whole book is about people deciding what's good for other people. So Luke is yeah. flying in yeah. the face of the book's themes.
3: It's true. So,
1: it's true. I like that. Uh, I
0: like but that yeah, right so now. on's way to delay Gethsirian is the thing where it's like. I'm going to turn all your bones into three. He's like, Oh yeah. What about my teeth?
3: She's like, Oh,
1: that's an epic idea.
0: (laughs) And then hot immediately regrets all of his life
3: choices. (laughs) Yeah. I was so
0: uncomfortable reading that. He's like, yeah, that really actually hurt. (laughs) Uh, Like I, if I reread this book, I'm skipping as long as I remember to this time, I'm skipping that passage because I, like I don't deal well with teeth or eye things. Ah, oh, okay.
1: If she was like well, there's popping a,
0: his eyes, I wouldn't. I wouldn't deal well with that.
1: There's another part too where there's an eye moment earlier where millennials um, getting or millennials being shot by the lightning. It talks millennial, about pretty yeah, millennial Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty brutal description of force lightning because she talks about how it's like it, it's like crawling up her arm, and then it like goes yeah, like her fries and loses her vision. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty brutal. Mm. It's, oh, that's one of the moments where it talks about breasts a lot. Yeah, because it whoa. looks like massaging it. I was like, is he like massaging her titty right now? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, because she's she talks about it after like, will anyone else touch me like that? It was just <laughs>
1: weird. Yeah, it looks like okay. Like chill. Like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm being I'm doctor. I'm in doctor mode right now. Like chill out. <laughs> this is not okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh but yeah, so after that we get uh after the Gazirians killed in this whole Luke Super Force moment. Mm-hmm. Um that's when we get the the final conversation with soldier and Senanial where she confronts him about like, You really love me, so we're gonna get married. He's uh,
1: like, uh, okay.
0: So we, we know who's gonna be doing the next weird healing like that.
1: Uh, yeah yeah, you know, like when the relationship gets a little stale, um, Zolda's gonna walk in the bedroom and she's gonna be like, "Oh, I've been zapped by a night witch. Will somebody please heal my burns, <laughs> like, baby." You speak my language. Jesus Christ. Uh, this like, is actually, I still can have PTSD it. from crashing on that planet, so no. <laughs> like, <it> was <laughs> that was horrendous. actually a really hard time for me. So, um, I lost a battle dragon with all my best friends on, and she's getting like. Uh,
0: ejection from the clan, anyways, so yeah, it's fine. Yeah,
1: but I want her, let her back in because if they, she they wanna, do because yeah. Kenel Ka
0: goes to spend right. time on Dathmir with her mom's family sometimes. True, yeah, okay.
3: Uh, but all
0: we really have left is the Falcon getting fixed more or less off screen mm-hmm. where they just say, Get this working again, okay. And And it's done. <laughs> yeah, they they have a three three paragraph space battle where they just fly up, on says fly close to the Star Destroyer, and then that mm-hmm. means they can automatically blow up Warlord Zinja's yeah. command tower. There's like yeah. this this clearly wouldn't have worked in any other book, but I'll accept it from this one. Because yeah. space battles are not what we're here for. And he says kiss my Wookiee, so it's fine. Yeah. We get the call back. That later gets called back. the call forward (laughs) so that's good and then we get the wedding yeah which like i know it sounds like i'm rushing through that but this all happens in the space of about three pages yeah uh the hapen fleet did get there when they were down on the planet having their own ground battle uh so there was a lot of space battles uh, happening
1: the interdiction mines too which is kind of a unique concept
0: so the hapen battle dragons all have uh pulse mine gravity generator things uh, yeah. which traps them as well which is going to be really hard for us to code but <laughs> uh, they just Are you like, going to try, try to? It. Yeah. I'm oh, okay. pretty sure I know how to do it probably. Okay.
3: But
1: she's like a uh, trick it to think that there's like a like a fleet coming or something.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But the Havens just clean up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm.
0: After Zinj is dead, they kind of expect the uh, the Imperials to surrender, and the Havens talk about capturing all the uh, all the Star Destroyers they can. But we just kind of like cut forward to Han and Leia's wedding. The soldier and Tenennial get like front row they seats get at prime it, prime seats. Yeah, which to me was like no,
1: yeah. Like, definitely not. (laughs) You know, Mon Mothma just sit in the back, just (laughs) fuming. Wedge, Mon Mothma,
0: like
3: yeah,
1: like all of Han's friends, Lando,
0: (laughs) every character from every other book (laughs) they knew for longer than three days. It's like the rule of like don't have your exes at your wedding. Even if you're still friends, yeah. that they violate just flagrantly
1: by making them their Sit best the man. And... It's like not even exes. It's like you got lucky. We got lucky. She found a mountain woman. Yeah, <laughs> or he found a mountain woman. It's just, uh, so many unhealthy
0: relationships
1: that go on in this. You know, Leia's in the Falcon. Like, oh yeah, I choose you. And she's like, look to look like yeah. They're they're going together, right? Like. Tenennial like 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 she convinced him right, okay, good,
2: yeah,
0: okay, this is how and uh Tatchoum is like super upset about tenennial getting married to her son. yeah, but uh,
1: but uh, it's one of those that happened moments where um Tenennial Joe tells her off so bad, and then everyone stands up and starts clapping, basically, yeah
2: <laughs>
1: but i I love the, the
0: when they kind of out, Tatchoum is the one that put the assassination order on Leia because Mm -hmm. it just reads like a Scooby-Doo resolution Yeah, where Luke is literally lifting her mask for some reason (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right I put the head out on Leia and I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids oh my god what I really didn't get about that was the whole Leia's a pacifist thing it's like she shoots so many people and she's leading the war effort
1: yeah like Leia has a star destroyer. <laughs>
0: like yeah. And like Tachum for anyone who didn't read the book. Uh I don't know how much you're able to follow what we're talking about, but uh one of the reasons that she wanted Leia dead is well, mainly because she's a she's a filthy democrat and she would have had uh <laughs> elections in the Hapen systems in like yeah. 10 years, which was a big no-no, but also mm. that she was a pacifist which doesn't fly with anything we know about Leia. Yeah,
1: Leia's like later in Legends 2 Leia's like the one pushing for further militarization. Um, yeah. The in New in both
0: continuities, she's like Yeah, and in canon as well. She's she's just a straight up general in canon.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, she's she's certainly not like a like a wilting flower or anything like She's pretty badass. And she's Force-sensitive, which I guess is probably one of the things that bothered. Um, well, she might not have known. Tachum might not have known, but um, then later, Tenelle Joe's like, okay, we get that you don't like Jedi. Jedi grandchildren. She's like, yeah, all right, That's okay,
0: then. And then there's like, yeah, we're joining the New Republic. And they don't, <laughs> but they wait until the yeah, Black Alliance. Gonna...
1: Yeah. They help the New Republic a lot of times, yeah. but yeah.
0: They become nice trade partners.
1: Yeah.
3: The Queen
0: Mother's eyes narrowed. Oh, your aunts have committed their share of murders. They're every bit <laughs> as dangerous as you believe. But Lei is a pacifist. I couldn't let you marry a pacifist. She'd be too weak to rule, don't you see? Apes had a stronger military presence before the rise of the Empire, as I always advocated. We never would have fallen to the Empire. Mealy-mouthed pacifists and diplomats nearly ruined our realm. And then a soldier starts thinking like, Oh, did you tell my did you murder my brother? But... She's like, we're not talking about that. <laughs> yeah. That's just kind of, that's like swept under the rug and yeah,
1: that's Tachum. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it pretty heavily suggests it because he was murdered. The guy who murdered his brother killed himself in jail.
3: So she probably set that up. Yeah.
1: Uh, like
0: my last thing I wanted to talk about was just that, uh, Luke almost falls for a redheaded warrior woman, and we never see that happen again. No, it, yeah, it was pretty unique to this. Uh, any last points for you before getting into the the emails for this?
1: No, I think, I think we covered all of it. I mean, yeah, let's just let's talk about emails. Let's do our rankings and let's let find people go.
0: All right, but what about our emails? All right, so you want me to? Oh, aren't you going to sing the song? Uh, do you want to do that now? Mm. I guess yeah. I'll, I'll pull that up for anyone who wants to drop out for the emails. <laughs> there was one that I got uh uh right as I was putting the notes together. The last email there from uh from Jacob. Okay. Let's so, just pull them.
2: Just a second. Uh, uh,
0: it's uh it's all on the notes now, so we should be yeah, my thing. unless
1: I'm Just someone... a second, my thing just crashed. Um okay. So I'll i re- I'll read them in order, I guess. Um uh, so we'll we'll do the song now. Okay. Do you want to read this one or you should do it. You're a much more uh
3: interesting to listen to than me. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his own planet. Although it's kind of wild. Wookiees love
0: him. Women love him. He's got a winning smile. Though he may seem cool and cocky, he's more sensitive than he seems. On solo or sung in accompaniment with three women who all sound like Leia. On solo, what a man. Solo
3: He's every princess's dream. Is that Christopher Walking. Uh Christopher Walking. I'm walking. Sorry, in Star Wars mode. <laughs>
0: Christopher
1: Skywalking, yeah. Yes. Was that what that was, though? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we can move on now.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. well, well done, Corey. You want to handle the first email then? Yes. Um, so
1: Neil there. says, Hey guys, I've been following along on your book club. Put that in quotes for some reason. Don't know why. <laughs> Neil, what's up, buddy? Uh, I think it's great. It reminds me of high school for the books I've read and has gotten me back to the books I've missed. That's great. Uh, I will say against your advice. I will say against your advice because I work and have two kids. I've been doing the audiobook route, but it's better than nothing. Uh, agreed. Um, sometimes the audiobook sucks, but I totally understand what it's like. I'm sure Corey does too. Like if we if we weren't yeah. doing this as part of our job, we wouldn't be able to. Yeah, uh, it's
0: a big commitment. That's why we try to like go through more point by point. So yeah. even if we don't have time to cover everything, we're yeah. two and a half hours into this podcast. Uh, You're getting the gist of it. Almost. We we try to make sure even if people can't. Don't I will say this, book.
1: this: this this uh, audio book covered basically everything, so you're pretty much good for this. Yeah. Um, this was one of the books I missed when I was younger. But my question is: when you heard C three talk about Han's lineage, it did not seem as if he was trying to canonize the plot of Spaceballs. minus the four inch, four inch cookie again. What do you think, Corey? I don't really remember that plot point.
0: I. It's been like twenty years since I've watched Spaceballs. Yeah. I,
1: That's I... one of those movies I've only ever watched on TV. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I actually I think I record like I I taped it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Back when that was a thing. Yeah. Like I put an actual tape in my VCR yeah, I when it. it was playing on TV, and I recorded it that way. Mm-hmm. So I, I saw it a couple times, but it was like so long ago now. Maybe we'll do a, a thing for it sometime. That would make sense.
1: Uh anyway, a note about Krytos. Uh this has bothered me since the first time I read Krytos back in the day. I know it's not your guys'. But the idea of a prison being upside down seemed to be the biggest MacGuffin ever to MacGuffin. If it is upside down within the ship, it doesn't matter which way Korn would dig. Eventually, he would hit the bulkhead. Again, I'm an audiobook guy, so if it explains it in that way, that's cool. Uh, by the way, you're right. You look different than what I expected Then I realized. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that that is right, I guess. No matter which way you dig in the... Uh, he's talking about in the Lusank. how it's like upside down.
0: I think it was... Uh... I think it was they were in the hangar for the digging.
1: Oh, uh, so it would have hit...
0: So I think they were technically outside. outside that's what... That's at least the impression I got from it. I could be wrong, okay. but I think okay. that's what it was. And yeah, if anyone does okay. have any questions they want to put in the chat while we're doing this, that'd be what yeah. we do right after, so...
1: Um, um next one's from Calum, uh, or Callum. Do you want me to read this or do you want to? Uh,
0: this is just, uh, a few points for us, so... a okay. no real question here, but, uh... Um, says whenever Zinj is mentioned, I can think all I can think about is Dan DeVito in a Grand Admiral's uniform with a funny mustache. <laughs> so that's a good point. And congrats to Eck for getting married. Also, oh, thank you very much. After all this, Han is going to have an awkward time explaining to his kids that he had to kidnap their mother to get her to marry him. Yeah. Which, as we know, kidnapping is the new dating. So. Er, and yes. the uh,
1: the Solo children are very familiar with being kidnapped anyway, so they probably yeah they,
0: they spend most of their time kidnapped. Yeah. Okay, best. And
1: not not with their parents, so um so thank you callum for that email next up we have jacob he says hey just realized you guys are doing tap tonight so i thought i'd try to question um how does the da- this dathomir rate compare to the dathomir from the clone wars can you rectify the differences or do you view them as completely separate one thing i found interesting was a couple of mention of red sandstone and far off deserts which could be seen as where Talzin's clan comes from dathomir is certainly like a lot more it's like a lot less of a nuanced evil in the clone wars like it's just like it's funny, too, because I just played Fallen Order, and one of the planets in that game is Dathomir. And I when I played it, I was literally reading Courtship that day, so I was like, this is kind of weird. Um, but yeah, Dathomir and... Uh, I guess you can kind of reconcile them to a degree, but I kind of read Dathomir and this is like kind of like an Earth-like planet. Um, Dathomir in the Clone Wars is like a lot more overtly evil, I think.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh well i think it just gives more prominence to the uh to the night sisters yeah and the same thing kind of happens in plagues uh where that is a bit closer to the clone wars
1: yeah stuff but i forget can... is he on dathomir when that happen- when he gets maul because he's in a city <sighs> right
0: i don't know that it's explicitly said to be dathomir but i think it was cleared up later as being
3: dathomir.
2: Hmm
3: but it's kind of weird. I think it's, it can all still work about as well as
0: anything else. That's yeah. depicted multiple times. Anything in Star that's Wars been that
1: like that old and that has been yeah. brought into canon. Of was perfect besides that. It's, yeah,
0: The timeline uh, can be a bit weird uh, and how they split off may change a bit, but I don't think it's hmm. like anything that's, Really, yeah. too important. uh The Night Sisters have a bit of a longer history than that too, because they there was a recent thing that someone put on Twitter. It may have I don't think it was Pablo Hidalgo, but they talked about uh some of how they were originally introduced and then how it got developed. Oh uh, yeah, I saw that. It was pretty interesting, and mm-hmm. so the depictions of them definitely evolved over time. Mm -hmm. And.
3: Depending on actually
1: galaxies, the game that kind of.
3: um, Helped with the Clone Wars depiction. Am I imagining that I. Yeah, because it it like started with uh, retconning
0: some of the stuff from like Ewoks. Yeah, I think Ewoks Mm -hmm. are holiday special.
3: Yeah. which then kind of got combined with other stuff in uh maybe in Marvel as well, Marvel Comics. But yeah, it
0: it definitely gets depicted a few different ways. Yeah. And that it's is. yeah. Clone Wars is far from the first thing to do that.
2: Mhm.
1: So um yeah, in Star Wars Galaxies, it's purple, and they describe it as purple a few times in this book too—purple or blue. Um, hmm. Yeah, but I—I I believe I've seen because I think Gethsarian is in Star Wars Galaxies. Yeah, um, that's where the and, weird
0: picture of her is from,
1: right? And doesn't she have kind of a like, uh, yeah, the headdress? That's kind of—it's kind of similar to what the Night Witches have, isn't it? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's but, fairly well, we, pointy, we,
0: but she got more of like an ornate dress in that, yes. I think, than like the the hides and skins that.
1: And we don't get like the zombies or anything in this. Um, the Night Brothers aren't really in it.
3: Um, yeah. So the, it's it's pretty different. But it's it seems like, I mean, with a lot of things like George most
1: likely just liked the idea of the planet and beyond that probably didn't really care whether it matched the eu he yeah. kind of probably just which he did with like but, a lot of things but wait
0: but no if if george had kept star wars then the That's sequel true. trilogy would have been based on legends yes how dare you suggest otherwise
1: <laughs> yeah i'm sure george was i think george was actually wanted to do a swarm war
0: yeah george does a swarm war as is my
1: is my favorite star wars. <laughs> george does a swarm
3: war <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was right after the uh, marriage uh, prequel. <laughs> we hated her. Yeah,
1: but I think besides for that, let's just do our book rankings. Let's get out of here. Yeah, it's getting fairly late. Uh, um, I'm gonna. Really, I'll go first. Sure. Um, I really enjoyed this book, like a lot. Really stupid, um, but super enjoyable, especially because it's like pure fantasy unlike any others for me I am putting it under Wraith Squadron above Solo Command so I thought you were going
0: to put it higher than that based on that I thought I was (sighs) too
1: you know what yeah I think I will I'll put it above I'll put it uh, because I don't want to have it above the entire Wraith Squadron series so I'll put it under Iron Fist I think Mm mm-hmm
3: yeah
1: what about you corey give me your thoughts on the book too because i already talked about mine i'm to hear what what uh you think
0: yeah i, I kind of went over what i thought it did well which is like feeling matching the tone of the original trilogy so as a star Wars, like it's a really good star wars book mm-hmm. uh and it's probably something you could recommend to people who are just getting into the expanded universe, kind of the same way we talked about Truce of Bakura in that way. Right. Yeah. Uh, but as far as, like, where i put it and how much I, like, ranking it just based on my own personal enjoyment, which is more or less what this yeah, is, definitely. Uh, I would probably... So right now, I guess we should probably mention, like, what that puts our rankings at. So now uh, Justin's looks like 10th, uh, Kratos Trap, 9th, Truce of Bakura, 8th Solo Command, 7th Wraith Squadron, 6th Courtship of Princess Leia, 5th Iron Fist, 4th Wedge's Gamble, Back to War, Rogue Squadron, and then Plagueis first. Uh, Mine is currently uh, Kratos last, Truce of Akura, Wedge's Gamble, Solo Command, Rogue Squadron, Back to War, Wraith Squadron, Iron Fist, Plagueis. I'm probably going to put it below Wedge's Gamble.
2: Hmm.
1: So that'd put it as one. my...
0: Or 8th, yeah. As my 8th. So, so above True of Bakura and Kratos Trap.
1: It's tough because the X-Wing books are all sort of... kind of starting to meld together for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to need to read summaries of them all again, just so, like, I can remember which is which when I'm ranking. Um, but, yeah. I'm, I think I'm happy with that. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. The...
0: The dialogue was one of the things that kind
1: of—it was very simplistic, like it's melodramatic, yeah, kind of weird. But a lot of times it's like so informal; it's kind of odd. Like, like the queen mother will be like, "Well, all like we are going to go get him," or like, "Well, that's a bad example," but like, just like like she talks very, very simply and very informally. Like, it's hard to explain, but um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, good book. Um, um, next week we're doing or sorry, next episode, we are doing Book One of the Medstar duel, right?: Yeah, so
0: we're going to be doing Medstar, and then I think we're going to be going to the Thrawn trilogy after that. Right. So the next episode so, will be on the uh, on the Halloween. Are we doing that?:
1: I assume um, you're going to be Yeah, we'll be doing rental stuff, spooky stuff. We'll figure it out. It'll either be the thirtieth, Oh, let's say the first, let's say the Friday. Want to do it on um,
2: Friday? Yeah,
1: That's tentatively. Or we could do it next week if you wanted. Maybe
0: uh, it's a they are so the MedStar books are actually fairly short. Okay, uh, they're three hundred pages as opposed mm-hmm. to like four hundred, which this was. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't have a problem with doing it next week and then starting the every other from that.
1: Cool. Let's do that twenty fourth then.
0: All right. So all right. that next episode will be on Eckhart's ladder. There are links to all of his channel. It's saying it'll be on Eckhart's Ladder just sounds weird because that mm-hmm. it'll be on Eckhart's Ladder's Ladder. It's on my rank or God. Uh, I'm glad the episode's over now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, the next episode will be on
3: Eckhart's Ladder. Uh, All right. Thanks for watching, everyone. See the you next guys next time. time.